What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 327 for the week of February 18th, 2024. The title of this week's episode is Welcome to the HCS, where the points, in fact, do matter. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in one of the old school, not really old school, what, fucking like more than a year ago. Year one. Yeah, year, year one optic hoodies will aka i am mr mayhem will how are you doing on this wednesday evening i am doing all right man um a lot going on here trying to manage through it but we're good we're good we're chilling we're here for the show and uh i mean you're rocking that that fine complexity jersey today yeah looking looking sharp thank you sir you you fucking look sharp as always i appreciate <laughs> you thank you so much yeah. What are you, what are you, how are you, what do you got going on? Um, you and I stayed up late last night. You probably stayed up later than I did, but, uh, it, yeah. it, I it hit 2am and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. Like, I gotta get some work done in the morning. Like I gotta get the fuck out of here. So that happened. But other than that, I am doing all right. I'm excited for the show this week. Um, we do have a lot to talk about. This might be a little bit longer of a show, ladies and gentlemen. So strap the fuck in. And, uh, yeah, I like, I really like this Jersey a lot. It's, uh, for those who don't know, this is the one that they came out with. This is the complexity and HCS, um, collaboration Jersey that they released. Um, and yeah, it's fucking sick and it's comfortable. So I thought I'd wear it. Show complexity, some love today. They performed pretty well at the, at the open over the last weekend. So I want to show some love. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Toasted sweet or toasted sweat. Is it toasted sweat? Enhance. Too toasted to sweat. It's too toasted to sweat. Yes. Too toasted to sweat. Get it, Will? Like too fast, too furious? Yeah. Yes. I, I yeah. think that's Ejecto Cito, cuz. Oh. All right. <laughs> uh, sweat, thank you so much. He says, finally made it to a live show. Let's go. Let's go. And then Colonel Flom with the nine month resub, you get a woo. And says, glad to finally catch you boys live after way too long. Listen to the pod every week at work and appreciate you guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for the sub. Um, welcome back, Invisiblade as well. Good to see you. Ash, welcome back. Good to see you. Everybody that is tuning in live, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, John? Welcome back. Oh, he's watching uh, Advent Children, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children at a movie theater. Ooh. Underrated movie. Underrated. I like it. It's confusing at times. For the, like, if you don't know what the fuck is going on, it's confusing. But some of the best action sequences, for sure. For sure. Crunchy Dad, welcome back as well. All right, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What's coming up? Lots of tournament announcements, lots of roster mania, and lots of HCS points. That's what we got on this week's episode of the show. So without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive news. First up, Will, we have... So, Will, we have Tashi's tantalizing tidbits. We have... Okay. We have Snakebite's stimulating statements. So when Heinz tweets something out, There's a, I didn't, know. I didn't have anything for Heinz at the time. And then I started thinking, so I sat there 
I sat there as I was writing the show notes and I was thinking to myself, how the fuck am I going to make something work for this? And I did. So ladies and gentlemen, introducing another new part of competitive news. We have Heinz's harmonious highlights. So I hope you enjoy whatever that is, but, uh, you're welcome, me. So Arlington Major <laughs> Side Tournaments. And uh, he, he replied to somebody on Twitter and he says, this was as of February 16th, um, quote, we are aiming for early next week to have all details locked in and announced, end quote. And if that was, again, that was last week. So if I look at HaloWaypoint.com right now and I go to the news and I go to eSports, Basically what I'm getting at is I bet it's, I bet it's not in there right now. I guaranteed it's not in there right now. We go to the Arlington post and I scroll on down and I scroll on down. Nope. Stay tuned. There you go. Still not fucking there yet. Oh my God. Watsy with the three month resub. You get a woo. Welcome back. Watsy. Good to see you. Thank you very much for the re-sub. And then also, if anybody wanted the uh, points breakdowns like Ash was talking about in the chat, um, like the points leaderboards per region for the teams, uh, I included the graphics in the show notes of the show. We'll get to them when we get to the topic of this week's episode episode of the show. So you can check them out there if you want. But like I said, we'll get to those in a little bit. In a little bit. Show enough. Welcome back. Good to see you too. Head honcho. Good to see you as well. He said, finally made a live show. Danny Phantom. Good to see you as well. Welcome back. All right. So that's it for your, uh, Heinz's harmonious highlights. The side tournaments have yet to be announced yet for Arlington. And as of confirming literally five seconds ago, they're still not confirmed. So we're still waiting. That's great, Ash. I'm happy for those players that only have 80 points because guess what? I know I kind of chuckled there a little bit, so maybe felt like I was being mean, but no, in all honesty, at least they got out there and competed because guess what I didn't do? That. So shout out to those players for actually getting out competing. Good shit. Speaking of Tashi, let's talk about some Tashi's tantalizing tidbit, shall we? For the London Major. When the fuck is it? Well, guess what? We still don't know. In a reply on Twitter, as of February 15th, he stated, quote, no update to share yet, but locking and announcing is top priority for both parties. Some final pieces need to come into place first before we can announce, end quote. And then Div today said the following, looking to get details out ASAP, working through pre-production items at the moment. So we're still fucking waiting. Hooray! And then... I mentioned Snakebite earlier. We also have Snakebite stimulating statements. We have the fucking trifecta in this week's episode of the show. You can't, you can't be mad at that. I love that shit. So here it is. Will, you probably have been experiencing this. You've, pl- you've been playing a lot of, you've been playing a lot of ranked. You've been playing a lot of the matchmakings. Uh, I, I witnessed this happen, uh, not by playing, but by watching the open series over the weekend, the last weekend, uh, spawns are fucked. So Snakebite said that, uh, saw a few posts on the Halo competitive Reddit. So just figured I'd come in here in case people are confused about it. Spawns on Halo infinite are 1000% broken at the moment. 
Not sure if 343 has addressed it or plan on it, but don't worry. You're not crazy or didn't forget how maps work. Was hoping for it to be fixed before the first event because obviously it makes for some randomness. But each year has had an issue starting at the first event, so I have a feeling this will be the one, unfortunately. Um, Will, I want if you have any examples, I'd love to, to provide them, but I just have one to give right now um, off the top of my head. I... If I'm not mistaken, during the open series over the last weekend, like for, at least for North America, one that I saw during the broadcast was, and I've, I think we've seen it before, um, like before the most recent update to the game released. And what I mean by that is the players spawning back elevator on recharge when there was a player on the other team, like basically right there. So sure. like the players spawning right behind them and getting the advantage on that when that technically, well, I mean, not even technically, that just literally shouldn't fucking happen. So that was one that I saw firsthand watching the event. So there's that. Will, do you have any examples of spawns being fucky on your side of things? The most recent one I remember is King of the Hill on live fire and top middle hill with the setup we had. We had broken the hill. We were in the hill, fully expected the team to spawn out at B. And they just didn't. I think they spawned overshield. And even with the tower player, they may have spawned back tower mud area, which is super confusing. Um, but that's the only thing I can think of recently. But there are a lot of moments where you're like, how did this person get here already? And you just don't expect it. And that's probably what's going on. I am cautious to, I mean, Will, we still don't even have like, the red rack fix is not even out yet. Right. The, the equipment that's supposed to be red racked. Yeah. So, and it really like, I'm not going to say that it's not going to be out before Arlington because I don't know, but we're inching closer and closer and closer. And it really just feels like, I mean, I don't know, but I'm, I'm not hopeful, yeah. I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, but yeah, the, the spawns are not, it's, now, in a reply to somebody else, in a reply to somebody else on Twitter, like somebody had asked Snakebite, do you think that had an effect on how you guys placed overall? And he says he does, like, I'm paraphrasing here, and if the reply is still up, you can go find it. But he, he said something to the regards of, um, he, he's, he doesn't want to make excuses, which is understandable. Um, mm -hmm. But he did say he believes it had a little bit of a factor. Uh, and... That's the thing, right? Is that everybody's experiencing this to some degree. And if you're in a tournament setting, like online is one thing online besides the points and whatnot, because the points do matter. They matter for seating and the seating is very important. Um, but like besides the game being online, like if this happens at it, if this happens in Arlington, it could drastically, and we're talking about the best players in the world. Like if this happens at Arlington, this could like this could heavily maybe I'm being too maybe maybe I'm just thinking too much into this and whatnot, but I tr I believe truly that this could drastically affect setups and it could swing games. You never know. So a little worried about that. Just ever so slightly worried about that. I mean, it's a, it's, it's fair to be worried. It, it, 
to me, it's just like your head's got to be on more of a swivel than before. You have to clear areas that you might think would rather be clear, that would be clear. Yeah. But you're right. That, that affects a setup. If someone needs to go check an area, cause someone might spawn here now where they wouldn't before, if you got that full control and you, you fully expect a team to spawn somewhere and you get them in that trap, that's just, it's going to be unfortunate if something solid that a team did gets broken off of a, a, a weird spawn like that. I the, Multiple scenarios are running through my head, like primarily in objective games where yeah. like if you, if, if you're making a flag run or whatever, or if you're trying to contest something, or if you're like running a ball somewhere or holding a ball somewhere and that enemy player just gets that perfect spawn that should not happen. Like if you as a team are doing everything in your ability to block spawns and you have your setup ready to go and the game is just like, nope, here's one player to throw a wrench into everything. Like that's, that's what I'm worried about. And there's a lot of examples of like people thinking because we don't know for sure. Like we don't know a hundred percent, right? Because we, we're not the ones making the game. Um, three, four, three have not come out and stated that there is an issue. Like I know that we all see it and we all feel it, but will, you know what I'm getting at here? So I, I do. Yes. But with that aside, the grapple spawn on recharge. Mm, yeah. And like that is a big point of contention about like people say that that influences spawns so on and so forth. So I just, I'm just worried, especially with Arlington being as close as it is. We have the major qualifier this weekend. Like that is a huge deal to determine what seed you get for your pool. If you even make pools like these are the red rack thing is one thing. Like that sucks. Don't get me wrong. Like, because teams were practicing with the red rack update. Like it, it, that throws a wrench into things. Not as much as this though, in my opinion, because we, the game was played without red racks before. So it's like more of the same. This is something that's changing the way the game plays entirely. 1000%. You just don't expect something to happen like that. That's exactly the point I was getting to is that the whole red rack thing, that's one side of it. But this is a whole other issue. And this this can dramatically affect how games are played, how setups are broken. The, and we're talking about where real money is on the line, where real placings are on the line. And, like, hear me out here, but this is also opportunities where players try to make names for themselves. And that difference in placing of, like, a 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 10 through like nine through 12 that matters. And if you're in a, if you're in a game five slayer and it's neck and neck and you're fighting to get into that next tier of placing and one spawn fucks everything up like that, it can be devastating. So, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be fixed before Arlington. I fucking hope it does. You and I agree on that. We hope the Red Rack shit's fixed before Arlington as well. But, like, this is, this could be very bad. And the, the, we, we, Will, we see technical difficulties happen at LAN all the time. 
like mm-hmm. all the time where they, we get resets, like player disconnects, blah, 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 who, whatever. But if you have a series dictated by a poor spawn and there's just nothing you can do about it, like that's, oh my God, dude, that, that's just, yeah. I don't know. It's heartbreaking. It could be. Jersey. I have never seen technical difficulty. Of course, Jersey. Of course not. Oh, sure. Sure. You're, um, you're never at the fucking, you're never at the desk. Um, or you're never at the, in the casting booth area telling the audience that there's an issue. You're never in that scenario. Jesus Christ. Fucking every fucking land over the past two years. Jesus. Let's let it's been minimized over time. Better than where we've been at before. Okay. In my opinion, Raleigh was obviously the biggest shit show. Like that was clearly when we're hours of downtime between matches on main stage. Yes. That is the worst. Like, I feel like every event we we have some issue. Every event is some issue. It's fair. That's fair. God. Um, sure. also welcome back. Good to see you. Congratulations yet again. Seriously fucking incredible um and wishing you guys the best and then barnaby jones welcome back it's good to see you it's rhythm thank you for the follow welcome to the live show also ruby i didn't fucking say hi to you earlier welcome back to you okay so yeah hopefully shit gets fixed and especially with Arlington being as close as it is, especially with the major qualifier this weekend. Hopefully shit gets fixed as soon as possible. Master Chief, welcome back. Sure says sending my kid to Uncle PJ's for every summer about to be a prodigy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Let's go. Hell yeah. Recommended here by Dayquil. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Welcome. Welcome. Shout out Haley. Shout out Haley. Oh, there she is. Look at that. Hey, <laughs> Haley with the two month resub. You get a whoa. Thank you so much for the resub. Welcome back. God damn. So rhythm rhythm is to Haley. What I am to Maddie rums. Where it just speaks the person into existence and the person shows up. Oh my God. Uh, Jonathan. I probably mispronounced that. I apologize if I did, but welcome to the live show. Thank you for the follow. All right. Will, we got some tournament announcements here. That we do. First up, a couple from SWAT Nation versus the Resurgence 3v3 on Saturday, March 9th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Registration deadlines Friday, March 8th at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a 3v3 SWAT tournament. Mode is ranked tactical slayer BR start and banded Evo start starting weapon alternates each game by the way. So that's fucking crazy. Okay. Okay. There are competitive maps to be announced best of three until winner's semifinals, winner's final and loser's final and grand final. And then tournament will be broadcasted at twitch.tv forward slash nap times. That is nap times with a Z, not an S Zev. Welcome to the live show. Welcome, says, welcome says, uh, typically unable to make these due to scrim, and I can confirm, last night's scrim spawns were bad. Well, that's fucking unfortunate. I hope the scrims went well, though. 
besides the the spawns being fucky. Um, then we have the spring fling tournament on Saturday, March 23rd at 3 p.m. Eastern standard time. Registration deadline is Friday at 11, uh, March 22nd at 11 p.m. Eastern standard time. It's a two V two snipes tournament ranked snipers S seven sniper only because guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, the, that is the only sniper in the game. Contrary to three, four, three's belief that the fucking skewers, a sniper rifle, this seven sniper rifle is the only sniper rifle in the game. It's fucking crazy. I know it's, it's a crazy concept, but it is competitive maps to be announced best of three until winner semifinal winner, final loser, final and grand final. And again, it'll be broadcasted on twitch.tv forward slash nap times with a Z. There you go. You went seven and one. Fuck. Yeah. Zeb. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Next up, Will, a tournament that uh, we are sponsors of the team for, and that is the Passion United 4v4 Draft Tournament on Sunday, March 3rd at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. $10 per person because the money will be going towards um, the, the team to take them to land and everything. So there you go. You can also, there was... Um a uni- uh, unanimous anonymous donation, which lowered the cost to entry. It was $20 and then also up the price pool to 500 bucks. Look at that fucking shout out anonymous shout yeah. out, uh, shout out P United. And, uh, you can sign up. In the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat. If you're watching live or if you're checking out the YouTube VOD or the audio version on your favorite podcast service, the link to the show notes is in the description of those respective places along with their discord. So make sure you join that up as well. Clutch Academy, the HCS FFA tournament, 128 players will have a chance to win in a $200 prize pool. March 10th at 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our time zone. It's fucking crazy that we have a tournament indicated by the Central Time Zone because apparently everybody forgets about that. <laughs> and you can sign up in the link, Google Doc, the show notes of the show. Halo Finland is going to have a LAN at Bar Late Game, March 16th. Again, you can sign up at the link in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show if you are in Finland, which is pretty fucking rad. Also, Will, I just realized something. What's that? I never put the tweet out. Now I just did. So there's hey. there's that. I said I was locked in. Ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't. So this fuck. was a rare circumstance where we were like ready to go by showtime. Yep. And it felt weird. And we're like, what's going on? Like, yeah. I fucked up and then, crazily. And then the tweet. The tweet that, so, you know, it is what it is. Something it, had to uh, be off the rails, right? Oh, you know, a tradition of our fucking show, as usual. Um, Zev, enjoy the lurk, and thank you so much for being here. Bodie, welcome back. Bodie. Good to see you. And Captain Mo with the 10-month resub, you get a woo! Welcome back, and thank you for the resub. Cynical, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the show. Will, a sneak peek into SLC? This is by many Pookie of space station gaming said, Hey Div, what if we swapped out the airbrush t-shirts for a flash tattoo artist this year, get an SSG tattoo, get a free hoodie. 
And oh Div, Div replied with, sounds fun. We should chat on all this later. Oh, no. Will's getting a space station tattoo, ladies and gentlemen. There's so, okay, to get a flash artist at an event like that, there's so much, like. You're going to need more than one. You're going to, yeah. And they need a lot of hoodies. There's also, like, licenses of the artist. You know, you have to keep the area clean. Like, how does, you have to, hmm. Yeah, can can I put the tattoo, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would on be your like, ass cheek. Yes, Will. Yes, you can. Ass cheek. Oh yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. If you're an SLC this year and you see a gentleman, a tall, lanky gentleman, hunched over in a chair, bare <laughs> ass showing, getting tad, getting tatted up. That's it's Will. <laughs> and then while while he's getting tatted, just go over and give him a little little tap on the ass and be like, "You go, dude." <laughs> wait, 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 Riz, can we do like half the logo so that we can put our butts together and then it makes the full SSG logo? Ah, oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, can I get in on this too? So we can be like a fucking Voltron type deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like fucking like Zordon. No, no, wait, this won't Megazord. Happen, it's Megazord, but... right? It's Megazord. Megazord? Yeah. yeah, we'll be like fucking Megazord. I'm I'm curious, how big does this tattoo have to be? Massive. Like, if it's just SSG, like put it so like on the ankle or something. Sure, that'd be crazy. But there, but there's a lot to go along with bringing a tattoo artist in. Just the, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like the the conditions of the area you're tattooing, keeping it all uh, sanitary. That's that's my concern at that point. That's a really good concern to have. That is obviously a very very good concern to have. And like like I mentioned, like not on the sanitary side, but like I would assume people do like crazy things for merchandise. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I am guaranteed they would have a a substantial line to to get a free hoodie. Like I, I am guaranteed. Which makes me like you would need more than one. Otherwise, it's a people tattoo man. That's people be waiting there forever. Like people be waiting. Like I know they'd be small, but like people be waiting there all weekend. I don't know. I think. I think it's something that people would really have to think about. But you, but you know that, how that's like on the edge, right? Of like, is, Will, is this okay to do? Think about snag. And like, I don't mean this in a detriment, but like, think about snag and how like he gets a tattoo everywhere he goes. Like think of how impulsive people are in general, like not snag, but like, just think about in general, the, the populace is like, you know what I mean? Like I am guaranteed a lot of people would look at and be like, Oh, fuck it. Why not? You know? Oh, I get a free hoodie and I can have like, it's a small thing that I can just have like wherever a lot of people don't care. So, all right. Um, not saying that I'd get one because I, 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 I've never had a tattoo before. I I want to, but like, I never have, I've never bit that. I've never like bit the bullet yet, but, uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious. 
I'd be curious. All right. Um, Sunzel, welcome back. Good to see you. Hacky Schmidt, welcome back. Good to see you as well. Spying Ryan, welcome back. All right. And then finally, a PSA for this weekend's HCS competitors. This is by Face It. Mexico, North America, EU, and Oceanic players in the major qualifiers and open championships. All matches in the following brackets will require a live stream from each player. North American major qualifier, the top 16. Again, streams from each player required. I have no idea how well this is going to be enforced. I feel like I've, I, maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but I feel like it's not enforced fully every single time this happens. But I want to state the rule just in case people don't know. Top 16 in North America for the major qualifier. Each player of those top 16 need to be live streaming. EU, the major qualifier, the top eight. So every player from the top eight. The Mexican Open Championship, the top eight. And the Australian New Zealand Open Championship, the top four. So again, every player from those teams must have a stream. What's up, Blackout? Welcome back. Um, Riz says, I, I have heard they accept recordings. Do you know if this is true? I. It might be in the handbook or the code of conduct that you can, but I'm just going based off of what this tweet says. I'm just going based off of what this tweet says, Riz. So I cannot confirm nor deny. Okay. But you know who would know? Probably face it, is what I would assume. And that's it for the competitive news. Which means it's time for Roster Media! Roster Mania, Josh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Quadrant releases T-Chick. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> I, I fucking do it. I knew. Will, I'm not kidding when I say this. I genuinely mean this. When I was writing the show notes, as I was typing it out, I fucking knew you were going to say it like that. I just, I had that <laughs> feeling. I just fucking knew it. Had to. I had to. Um, anyway, they released Chick. Statement, a record breaker, a history maker, and play of the year winner. Farewell, T-Chick. God fuck We you. thank you for being with us from the start for the two years of competing under the Quadrant banner. Wishing you all the best for the future. And then Chick replied, all good things must come to an end. I'll only remember the best of these two years. It's time to move on. Thanks for all your support. Quadrant then goes on and signs Glory and Snipe Drone and announces full roster, which is going to be SLG, Sika, Snipe Drone, Glory, and Chronozer as a coach. Now, foe. You might wonder where Trick went. Where did he go? <laughs> where, where is he going to land? Well, foe is now Jimbo, Wudum, Mighties, and Chick, along with Wonder Boy as a coach. Indeed, they're still looking for a fucking organization, by the way. Still looking. So if you're an org, let, let, actually, let me correct myself. If you are a reputable and respectable organization and don't have a team yet, because there are some shady motherfuckers out there, 
So if you are a legitimate organization who want a top tier European Halo team, one of if one of the best, pick them up, please. Because the if la- not, can uh, Swole Daddy just keep paying them to change their name? Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, it'd be great. It'd be great. The, maybe the Swole Daddies will make a return, heading into fucking Arlington. Maybe these based on, I mean, we already know this, but it's going to be quadrant and, and foe that get their pool play spots. Like they, they are solidified. There was, there's not a team sniffing their points. So they, they have their, they have their placings locked. I, if I'm not mistaken, like they have to basically outright lose immediately in their open championship to maybe not be considered for pool play, but whatever. Um, Real quick, Will, before you continue, Mexican Manther, welcome back, and Meat, welcome back as well. And Rasta, good to see you too. Go ahead. Thanks for joining. Um, all right, this next one, the business roster. The business. Business. <laughs> the Potentially business. G1, but not officially G1. And uh, the G1 website, it's a 503 error. So Yeah. I think they're going the through it a little bit right now, Will maybe um <laughs> this business roster business. they dropped swish and he because he put out a tweet free agent for arlington and beyond yes. and they're potentially picking up manny because they've been scrimming with manny as of 220 which was yesterday just yesterday yep. so we'll see if that sticks or not but right now swish off of business manny possibly in business Ooh, I like what you did Ooh. there. I didn't see that one coming. That was wow. Hey. Um, Mark the walls. Welcome back. The real quick will, because we're talking about it in discord a little bit. And I just want to say this as well. Uh, Tetrify. Welcome back. That wasn't what I wanted to say, but I want to say that too. Besides the point. So I want to talk about Manny just for a quick second. Um, and Riz brings it up as well in chat. So they, they dropped them. Like they drop Manny and I like, I'm not going to go out. I'm not, I don't want to make assumptions on why or how, whatever, like that's not my place. It's just, if you're like, if I'm speaking to Manny right now, like obviously I'm wishing you the absolute best. And I hope that I really hope that you're given an opportunity to shine again on this roster. You've obviously been teaming with these guys over the years for a long time. Now you, you guys clearly have that relationship. I just hope that I hope that relationship hasn't been tarnished. And I do hope that you have like, you must have one of the strongest mentals ever for this situation to happen. And then the swish situation, then you coming back or potentially coming back. I can't say definitively because we don't know. Um, but yeah, if you're on that roster or whatever roster you're a part of in the end of it, like just wishing you the best and yeah, hope your mental's okay through all the turmoil and bullshit that's been happening due to fucking halo roster mania, you know, it never ends. Yeah. So, uh, invisible said, will they be out of business if Druck can't get a visa? So will, which we still haven't heard clarification, right? That's, if he's gotten one or not. That's exactly it. This was another point I wanted to bring up. Because we don't know, like literally the last thing that it's been said was what happened last time. 
Like the, that original tweet that Druck put out of him saying that he, he doesn't have one and like he could play for a European or like Australia, New Zealand org or whatever the fuck his tweet was. That was the last yeah. reference that we've had to it. We have yet to have a single statement, a single updated statement yet. And so I don't like, again, I don't want to make assumptions here. But I, I feel like I'm going to right now. I feel like I'm going to make an assumption, so please, people, bear with me. And I could very well be wrong here, and I want that understood. I could very well be wrong here. So take what I'm about to say with the, the biggest grain of salt of all time, okay? If he still does not have a visa to compete in the United States, this has to be the biggest waste of time for his teammates. Because Will... Roster lock happens like if you if you get pool play based off the major qualifier, your roster has to be locked. Right. Like that's the roster you have. So if that business roster gets pool play and Druck does not have a visa to work in the United to work or play in the United States, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um it's possible he has it and nothing's just been said, but it was such a struggle and a kind of contention point in the community to be like, just forgotten about. Right. Yeah. You think something would be put out there. So we'll have to wait and see Josh. Dude, I don't. And th- again, this is you're, you're right. We have to wait and see. And this is why guys, listeners, watchers this is exactly why I'm saying again, I am assuming here. I don't like to make assumptions. I don't. I am assuming here. So take what I said with a grain of salt. The reason why I'm assuming is because I've literally been thinking about this every single week. Literally every single week since his original tweet released. I've been thinking about this. What if? What if? What if? And there's going to come a time where those what ifs don't become what ifs anymore. Like we are going to know definitively if he does not, if he is not allowed access through the border. And that yeah. that's good. If that happens that, Oh my God, dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Tetrify says, I don't understand why the orcs or HTS deal with these visa issues. Like don't deal with these visa issues. Tetra. They do. If, if you, so let's take native gaming as an example, because Druck used to be, part of the old native gaming red roster when native gaming was fielding two rosters and uh, Dean deranged native, the owner of native gaming did do that. Like they hired, I believe he said that they hired one of the best esports lawyers they could find to try to figure this out. And they, he using his words, I'm paraphrasing here, but using his words, they went through all the proper channels to try to get this done. And it didn't get done. And so they, depending upon the organization, like they do, they, they do go out of their way to try to fix this because they're paying these players a fucking salary. Like, obviously you want them to be able to compete on land. And then also, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Dean also said that the HCS tried to help too. So there are instances where they do try to help out. 
it, it's just, it sucks. It sucks. And for all I know, for all I know, Druck, maybe he does have a visa right now. Maybe he does. That's why I went on an assumption earlier, which again, I don't like to do. But the reason why I did is because I've been thinking about it every week. Um, Hacky Schmidt says, these visa issues always seem absurd to me. How could it be so hard? Hacky, I'm going to give you a one-line answer. Government. That should answer everything for you. Government. Um, Holt, I don't, I don't know. Is it Trey? It might not be Trey. I don't know. I don't know who their coach is. I do not know. I do not know. So yeah, Druck, obviously best of luck to you. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but like, obviously hope that fucking visa issues get taken care of because we want to see you competing on land. Everybody wants to see you competing on land and yeah. Will, after you. Yeah, moving on with Rostermania. There's more. Uh, TSS has had some, say, leadership updates. We'll start off. Izzy departs as CEO. Effective immediately, I am no longer with TSS. I wish my staff members all the best. Too many things are happening in my personal life, and it's the best if I step away from such an important role so someone else can lead. Thank you for everyone or everyone for supporting me. Shout out, Izzy. Homber departs as community manager on top of that. And they state, I have, <clears throat> excuse me, I have had to follow suit in my role at TSS. Personal differences in terms of how things were done. That being said, I wish nothing but the best for my friends over at TSS. Thank you guys for having me. Next up. Super CC, taking a step back from competing. And they state, hey guys, I decided it's in my best interest to step away from competing in fours for the remainder of the season. My motivation for fours has dwindled down the past few weeks and it's unfair to any teams I've had or potentially had the chance to work with. With that being said, I do still plan to do things in the scene like going to events to see friends, potentially compete in FFAs and streaming more. I'm not going to go into further detail, but please know it's all love for everyone. It's just time to put myself first so when I decide to come back, I'll be the best version of myself for any future opportunities. Thank you all for the continuous support. It genuinely means a lot. Best of luck to everyone moving forward. Shout out Super CC. Yeah. And then TSS potentially drops their roster? Question mark? Um, in a since deleted tweet by Cherished, he stated the team was looking for a new organization to represent them. No team update tweets for both HCS Open Series Weeks 2 and 3. So the org isn't tweeting about their team. Mm -hmm. And then the roster was competing as reversal. Is it Perfy? Yeah. With Piggy in place of Super CC. So then the, the team began, excuse me, breaking shot, mortally cherished and Piggy. So not sure what's happening with TSS. Something seems to be off if they are still competing under the banner or not. They... Captain Moe's, yeah, they didn't call themselves TSS at the Open, but they did for the first two weeks, correct? They did for the first week. Oh, for the first week, so... I'm pretty sure. No matter what, for the first week. 
Sunsil says we are no longer with TSS. Thank you, Sunsil. Yeah, when I as soon as I saw their CEO, as, as soon as I saw Izzy step down, I'm like, that's weird. Like, obviously, they gave their statement. That's great. But, like, it, just me looking at it, me looking at the entire situation, I'm like, that's fucking weird. And then their community yeah. manager steps down, and I'm like, and they state it's that it's due to, like, differences of, like, direction that they wanted to go. I'm like, uh-oh. I don't like yeah. the sound of this. And also, Will, if we want to backtrack, like, if we want to rewind the tape to last year, or maybe maybe year one, I forgot what it was. Do you remember when TSS first came onto the scene? I don't. I I remember one specific thing that stuck out in my head. Cryptocurrency. Oh. Yep. I mean, a lot of people were jumping on that. Right, but like time. it was there. Oh man, I'm gonna. Based off our previous Don't. conversation, well, but uh, it, it, I, that was like their mantra. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, yeah. And yes, Sunsel, I agree. Izzy is amazing. Izzy is amazing. Shout out Izzy. It's why I shout, shouted them out earlier in the show, too. So, yeah, it, it, when I saw TSS come back, but I saw Izzy like kind of at the helm of that being the new CEO. I'm like, okay, I have my reservations about the organization previously, but knowing how great of a person Izzy is, I'm like, okay, I'm going to reserve judgment to see if anything happens. Right. And then obviously Izzy gave like their statement but then like bomber gave their statement and their statement said that it was, it was more due to like differences in the way things are going. And like I said, as soon as I saw those announcements come in, I'm like, this doesn't bode well. I don't like the way this looks at all. Sure. And then it felt like the writing was on the wall when no tweets were coming out regarding like promoting your fucking team or supposedly your team. And then that deleted tweet from cherished. I'm like, because like, what happens is for like a little insight as to how the, these show notes are made, right? Ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you a little insight. Um, throughout the week, I will gather information from Reddit, Twitter, like news outlets, whatever it is, gather information. I have them within a site that I store everything. And then I reference that site again, like to make the notes from it. Right. And so I had that tweet saved. I had that tweet ready to go. And then when you went to go access the tweet, it said it was deleted. I'm like, oh, that's fucking weird. Um, and it, so I was just, that's why I'm like, wait, so they got dropped, but then they got picked back up again. But no, Sunsel basically put that shit to bed. So there you go. Fucking God damn it. So, so another team needs an org. Come on. Seriously. <laughs> and, and a good one at that. Like just, yeah. I'm so fucking sick and tired. There are some bad people out there. Like guys, we will, you and I have been doing this show for over six years. Okay. 
We have seen our fair share and I've talked about the fair share of just terrible people that are in this scene or try to get into the scene or try to come back into the scene. And that's why will that's why it's the last shot. That's why when he put out his tweet of like, it's not always about the money when he was going to team with, and he is like, he's teaming with, um, Druck and them and the business roster. It was when that, when he said that it was, that is exactly why I said on the show, if he ever hears that part or if he ever hears this, sure, it may not always be about the money, but when it comes to money, when it comes to that type of situation, make sure you have every fucking thing in writing and make sure it's all legally binding. We just want you to get yours. And I've seen countless times over the years, Will, you as well. Like we've seen countless times over the years, players get just absolutely fucked over and not just players, staff members. This isn't strictly talking about G1. Like this is a whole bunch of organizations out there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a lot players, staff members, content creators, whatever it may be, just get fucked because people are fucking idiots and people are assholes. That's, the way it is. And it sucks. So God damn it. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> All right. Um, to finish off roster mania here, we have Legion Esports, which is going to be Gishlane, Jaren, I want to say Kirez and Bullet. Buller, it's like bull cur, like monster, but bull, 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 I respect it. Um, and last but not least, here on the list, Sirbirds taking a step back and a state. I know it isn't much news, but because I am getting DMs, I'm going to step aside from coaching, competing in Halo. Maybe eventually, if the right offer happens, I'll do one last run. But with my work schedule and generally having zero fun or interest in the game anymore, I'm pretty content for the moment. In quote, or in parentheses, I'll gladly still step in and help if absolutely necessary. The game legitimately just isn't in a good spot. The egos aren't worth dealing with anymore, and I'm enjoying dedicating my time elsewhere. I've been playing Halo since CE's release when I was five years old and I've been part of competitive Halo from the age of nine. I'll be 28 later this year, so good lord. Thanks to all the teammates, orgs, and homies I've gotten to partake in this chaotic ride with. Till next time. So Sir Birds, stepping back. Shout out to Sir Birds. Um, ben Jammin, welcome back. Good to see you. And Spring King, if I didn't mention it earlier, welcome back. Ronan, good to see you as well. Pharaoh, if I didn't say it earlier, welcome back. Um, but yeah, Beth, I believe he's 18. Uh, it's the last shot that is. Ah, uh, yeah. I think that's correct. Ronan, most people end with a period. Josh ends with a goddammit. That's right. <laughs> the, the fucking stamp. 
God damn it. All right. Will, thank you for reading through those. I appreciate it as always. And oh, yeah. that's it for Roster Mania, which means it's time for the upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobComedy.com. Check out NoobComedy.com for all your Hey Louise sports needs. Saturday, February 4th. Uh, Jesus, almost at 14th. February 24th through the 25th, we have the HCS Major Qualifier for North America. And then on Sunday, February 25th, we have the HCS Major Qualifier for EU. And then we have the HCS Open Championships for Mexico and Australia, New Zealand. And uh, that's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Hey Louise sports needs. Will, Scrim Tournament League recaps. Ooh, what do we got? All right, scrims for Friday, February 16th. Complexity went up against Sentinels. They took the series 10 to 5. Phase tied, like Optic 7 to 7, and then Stainers 9 3 over Native. On Monday, February 19th, SSG went 5 5 against Sentinels. And that's it for the scrims. Tournament and league here. Atlas Valentine's 2v2 Cup results. And fourth was Team Lost, which was Chaos CB and Level 50 XD. Third went to Finn and Lewis, which was Finners and Sticka. Second went to Nemains and Desire TB, which uh, included Nemains and Desire TB. And first went to Cat Smile Gaming, which was Marine and Warlord. So congrats to them for taking it home. Again, uh, VODs are included in the show notes if you're interested in checking out any of these tournaments. Real quick before you continue, Will, I just want to add, to if any tournament organizer um, or like, tournament producer who's running the streams or whatever it is, is like listens or watches the show. Um, I know I bitch about brackets all the time, but I genuinely want to ask if there, if you have a YouTube channel for your organization, please upload the VOD to your YouTube channel. Uh, Twitch deletes VODs after a certain amount of time. And I would love um, like really for archival reasons, like put your tournaments on YouTube, put those VODs on YouTube. Download them from Twitch, download them separately, put them up on YouTube. It'll be there as long as copyright strikes don't happen. Like they'll be there forever. <laughs> so, and it, it could be a really cool way to go back and watch like maybe some of your favorite players, your favorite organizations, favorite tournaments, whatever it is, just a cool way to do it. So if you're an organization or you're uh, producing streams for an organization, please upload tournament VODs to YouTube. Makes things way easier. But with that said, uh, a good amount of these VODs here in the show notes are Twitch VODs. So do know that eventually they will disappear. Perfect. Thanks, Josh. Absolutely. Um, next up, Nubentine co-ed swap BR 2v2. Here we go. In fourth place was Team Family, which was Yulish and oh, I... You got this, Will. You got this. Azazel. Azazel. Ooh, Azazel. 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 I think. <laughs> I think. Oh, okay. Third <laughs> is Need Six for Money Eights. It was I Spar and Divine Damsel. Second was He Said, She Said, which was Obnoxious and Ultras. And first went to Love Agency with an eight instead of an A. Uh, it was Dirty Brains and Love Lily taking it home. Azazel says Halt. Okay. There you go. I'll try to remember that. That's what I thought. But no guarantees. <laughs> Next up, Hydra Gaming Queens Alliance results. And we have a graphic that I need to zoom into. So give me a moment. I can't read the names of the players, but 
In fourth <laughs> place went to Malevolent. Third went to Fire Squad. Second, Team 8. And first went to Teamwork. I got you, Will. Uh, yeah, you go for it. Fourth, Malevolent, which was Divide Damsel, Kissifies, Miss Loveless, and Giselle. Third was Fire Squad, Airborne, Vanessa, Hazy, Rogue Foes, and uh, Cat. Team 8 in second place was Fortune Cookie, Jessa Savage, The Queen Viper, and Oha Cutie. And first was Teamwork, which was Miss Smiles, Blood Raina, Lethal Vixen, and Kiddo. Um, Ronan, it's the the remote setup. I have to have my windows in certain places and zooming in on the show notes just doesn't work. Like it gets the graphic gets big, and then as soon as I get to the point where it's about to be readable, it like zooms the graphic back down. So anyway. Um thanks for reading through those, Josh. Absolutely. Anything for you. <laughs> From Sapphire of Radiant. They said, anyone in my network have a Halo slash Microsoft contact? Loved watching the Queen's Alliance Hydra Gaming slash Women of Halo event this weekend. Incredible community. Would love to support women's Halo events via Radiant GG. And Jen stated, this is a friendly reminder that we are working out some tournament community event details and will be holding a variety of them this year. Now is a great time to practice, find potential teammates, and stay active in the Women of Halo community. And... Uh, I forgot to include this tweet, but they are also working on like a free agent list. So, or like a free agent team list. Will we, I mean, we used to have those all the time back in the day. Yeah. Um, so if you are a woman, a woman of the halo community and you wanted to get on that list, go ahead. And uh, I, it might've been Jen. Um, like generic is who I'm talking about. I need to make sure. Yes, it was generic. As a matter of fact, I will leave the, uh, I'll leave the tweet in the show notes. So, if you want to get on that list, then please do. Please do. Ah, my cursor was in the wrong place, Will. Sorry, I'm trying to add it right now, so please bear with me for just a second here. Oh, no worries, no worries. Um, I didn't realize Google Docs had this option to collapse the headings. Yeah, it's like a table of contents type deal. Yeah, that's cool. You need to stop it because now I'm fucking. <laughs> My bad. I'll stop clicking on things. Yeah, stop fucking clicking. Jesus Christ. This is what happens when you have a shared document, ladies and gentlemen. Will just starts fucking clicking on shit and fucking me up. Like stated Oops. earlier. God damn it. <laughs> There's the end of that. God My damn bad. I yeah. just Fuck you, found Will. Found a new. Well, whatever. Um, Found a new functionality of the of the the app, and I was excited and wanted to try it out. I appreciate that. Uh, but yes, <laughs> like like Haley said in the chat, uh, message generic or Veronica um, if you wanted to be put on the list. I included the link to the tweet in the Google Doc of the show to the show as well, so it is there. Briggs, Nady by nature. Uh, Meek Jitsu, I'll get to your sub in just a second. Welcome back, and Automatic, welcome back to the live show as well. Meek Jitsu with the 12-month resub. The year resubs has finally got to catch y'all live. Love y'all. Hope to see you in Arlington. Unfortunately, we won't be there. But thank you for the for the fucking year-long sub. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Will. Yeah. It's time for our topic of the show. 
which is the HCS Open Series week number three results. Therefore, uh, Will, do you want to kick us off by going through the Australia-New Zealand results here? Uh, yeah. Let me get this. These damn graphics, man. Uh, we'll just Australia, go New Zealand. We'll just go back and forth like we have done the past two weeks, like usual. Sounds right? good. Cool. S- sounds good. Cool. You no, know, there was only seven teams that competed, so I'm gonna run through them all to give them their their, their time here. Please do. In seventh place was Legit Gaming with. I'm gonna go with Caravan, Legit Joey, Legit Mesa, and Pureth. Fifth. Tied for fifth currently. Um, I'm wondering if this is like a fifth, sixth placement. It is. But they just put fifth. Yeah, it's fifth, sixth placing. Anyway, Mouse Zedong, I guess, is the team name. And this included... Is it... (laughs) Illuminated, Haunted... Menacing, I'm gonna say, Aceus. It's all you. Also man. in fifth six, Dark Triad, Phlebas, uh Jaren, Talent, and <laughs> Renial. I like how you Four. skip the name to go on to the next one and then have to come back to it. Well, it's like I might as well think about that one while I'm reading the rest. I Fourth love place it. went to. Bookie down. This was Cheezen, Crispy, Chef, and Spectre. Thank you for having tags I can read. Third went to LFSANZ Halo, whatever they're trying to say there. Lolly, Mido, Ingestix, and Pips. Second went to T1. This was Nobles, Plasma, Raided, and Rice. And first went to Mind Freak. Wait! Benji, wait! Dumas- wait! Oh, God. Wait! Wait! Will. What was I'm the waiting. name? What was the name of the team? Mind Freak. Mind Freak. Mind Freak. Are you ready? Oh my God! Yes! Yes! I have oh. the power! Oh Benji my God! Slays and sways. <laughs> oh man, I'm feeling myself tonight. Holy shit! Josh, you had some uh, notable series listed out here. Yeah, just just the two here. So the first best of five. Um, so it went to a, bra- a bracket reset for in the grand final. The first best of five, T1 beat Mind Freak. Wait, T1 beat. I'm unplugging that damn thing when I get there. No, you're fucking not. Because you're not here. I get to press the goddamn buttons and I figured it out. So T1 beat my freak three, three to two in the first best of five. And then the bracket reset beat T1 three to one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. (sighs) Yep. That's what I got. Will. Great. What's, uh, we got uh, Mexico next, right? Well, actually, Will, do you want to go through the point totals real quick? Because, um, especially for Australia New Zealand, only one team, in other words, the top team in that region, 
will win the travel coverage for the open bracket at Arlington. And uh, we, it looks like we have two teams that are hotly contested right now in terms of points. Yeah. I mean, tied for first with 17,600 points is mind freaking T one. So it's going to come down. It's going to come down to the last week. Boogie downs in third with 8,640. Uh, Lifts in halo, whatever they're trying to say there. 8,300 with, uh, sorry, 8,320. Another 20 on there. Dark Triad has 6,400. Legit Gaming has 4,000. And Mouse has 3,400. Just a little bit more. So uh, I'm not saying it again. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's okay. But <laughs> moving on. Um, no, but but seriously, like in all seriousness, those top two teams—they're the ones that are competing for that for that uh, not pull play spot for that open bracket travel coverage spot. Um, it it all literally comes down to this weekend. Um, so best of luck to them. And yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But yes, Will, like you said, let's move on to the Mexico week three results. Uh, just notable information here. No org went undefeated throughout the entire tournament. So spoiler alert, no org won. But I'll go through the results regardless. In seventh and eighth, we had Gravity, which was Gravity, Gentovich, uh, and Wacky. And then we had Team 4 Fun, which is Hollow, Hysteria, Akotsu, and Zepnik. In fifth, sixth, we have Impact Esports, which was Blue uh, Blue Side, Blue Side, probably mispronounced that. Duelists, Lunatics, and Tabvo, and then CN Chivas, which was Ace Rippin, uh, Hixerum, Tequila, and Who's Riches. In fourth place was Snom, which was Atenus, Dolan, Negative, uh, Negvity. Mispronounce that anyway. And then Pink Sakura. Third place was SWAT Latam, which was Guardian, Magico, Pelugod, and Worch. And second was SWAT, SWAT, and Alpha, which was Goroloco, Leor, Sepstars, and Strikey. And in first place, none other than No Org, which was Acid, Drift, Noble, and Tapping Buttons. Again, the fact that they still don't have an organization representing them is fucking insane. And then. Realistically speaking, I think no org is going to take that one as well. When it comes to their open championship, uh, they have the most points. I assume they're going to win outright in their, in their week's tournament this weekend. So I wouldn't put it past them. Will EU. Yeah. Um, this tournament did start off a little later than usual. Got a little update by metal metalizer. Basically, the issue was resolved. They had to use a new link for correctly seated bracket. There was an issue in the back end and had no choice but to create a new event and get everything going again. And we'll talk about North America in a little bit, Will, because they had a similar issue take place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, placements for the EU Open. In 7th, 8th, we had Marine, which included Deco, Franklin, Sinfini and Warlord. Also in 7th, 8th, Anita Max win, which was Desire, Namains, Ninja, and Respectful. 
Fifth, sixth, Cat Smile Academy, Haulers, Marine, Mista, and Sticka, and Pharmaceutical, which was Baxter, Clonely, Quad, and Yumi. In fourth place, went to Mama Mia, Moe's, Flux, Septic, and Chad. Jump Out Gang took third with Kimbo, Milzy, Sunrise, and Zove. Second place, we know the top two have been hotly contested. Second place went to Foe. This is with Jimbo, Mighty, Chick, and Woodham. And first went to Quadrant with Glory, Sika, SLG, and Snipe Drone. Um, point totals. After all this shakes out. And I believe, is it top two that go to... Pools. That get coverage? Top two go to pools, Will. Okay. Yep. And it is... We have another tie. It's just a straight-up tie right now. Yeah. Going into... The fourth week of open, or I guess this will be the qualifier, but the fourth week of these online tournaments between Quadrant and Foe with 19,200 points each. So it's going to come down to this. It's they've like solidified All hands it. on deck here. Yeah, they've basically solidified their placings as well. The next closest teams are Mamma Mia and Jump Out Gang with 8,960 points. So... Something major will have to happen to one of these teams for another team to jump up and take a spot. Anita Max win is also at 8,320 and then a little bit of a drop off to Marine with 6,040. Lahazi has 5,840. Sorry, the, the Cat Smile Gaming is literally at 5,480. Ooh. And those two numbers being flipped between Lahazi and Cat Smile on the thing just messed with my mind. But yeah. anyway. Pretty much solidified unless Quadrant or Foe fumble the ball hard this yeah, weekend. Yeah, they really fuck up. That's all. That's that's really what it comes down to. We'll have to wait and see, Will. Yeah. All right. Um, on to NA. Yes, for North America. Um, the tournament started later than usual, around two hours, and uh, Spartan put out a tweet and said, they didn't add the points from last week's tournament to each player and apparently didn't realize until after the tournament today was supposed to start, in case anyone was wondering why it hadn't started at that time when it was supposed to. So, yeah, they didn't... You know, shit happens. It shouldn't happen, but it did, and it sucks, and it's unfortunate. Uh, but eventually the tournament started and went off without a hitch. So there you go. Uh, I also heard that they needed to adjust barcodes points. Yes. So, so like they, they, they redid the bracket and then they had to go back and adjust his points for coming over from Australia, New Zealand. Yes. So let me actually um, elaborate on that. Will you bring up a good point? So in the handbook, because I looked this up to verify in the handbook, international points do not carry over. Um, so barcode literally would be starting with zero points in North America, um, which obviously drastically changes the, what their seed would be for native gaming. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Yeah. There that is. Um, so yeah, I have, well, before we get into the results here, I have some notable series I want to go through and then a few clips I wanted to point out and we could watch, uh, and we can watch during the live show here. And for those watch, uh, listening to the audio version of the show, you can listen to what the clip was. So first right. and foremost, um, go ahead. Will. before you start, I just got to step away for a minute. So go ahead, run through clips, do what you got to do. I'll be right back. Sounds good. 
And actually that gives me an opportunity because I need to open up my, another application anyway. So that gives me a second to do so. Barcode had pounds, not points. <laughs> True. Invisibly, don't tempt me right now. Hey, chat. Hey, chat. Hey, hey, listeners. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh. Feels so good. Feels so good. Freezy with the fucking follow. Thank you so much. Welcome to the live show, Freezy. Thank you for the follow. Um, God damn it. Thank you, Invisible Blade. Appreciate you. Daddy's on the HR HRL stream right now. Yo, shout out Daddy, dude. Shout out Daddy. Also, Freezy, I think I said it before, but happy belated birthday. What was it? A week or two ago? A week or two ago? Maybe I'm off my rocker. I'm old. Exactly two weeks ago? God fucking, oh man, I nailed it. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Y'all get any more of them mind freaks? Oh, you fucking bet your ass I do. You don't have to fucking tempt me with a good time. Um, Tristan says, got to say Ryan Uber, Amy and Mick are looking so good, uh, so good so far this season. That, that's the thing is that all these players are really fucking good. It's just whether or not, you know, execution can take place, especially on land. So we'll have to wait and see. That's no shot at anybody. Like I'm just, I'm, I, so for those who don't know, before we get into the action, before we get in North America here, like here's my thought process. I am a firm believer Again, for those who don't know, maybe you're a new listener, whatever it may be, but here's, here's my, here's my vent session for you. I could, I could not care less about scrims. I just couldn't, I could not care less about scrims. In my opinion, scrims are literally just practice. I don't think they indicate anything I don't think they move the needle anyway. Purely, I don't care. Do we include some scrim results in the show? Yes. But do I elaborate on them? Do I pull statistics from them? No. I don't fucking care. Because they don't change anything. And one of the biggest example, one of the biggest examples that I use is Arling, the will's going to step into this. And he's going to be like, why the fuck are we talking about this right now? Um, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Exactly. Right. Uh, the, one of the biggest examples that I use is um, Arlington last year. Who was dominating in scrims all up into Arlington last year? It was optic gaming. They were wiping the floor with everybody. Um, li literally like they were just annihilating everybody in scrims. And then when push comes to shove, when they were at Arlington, they did not perform at all. And I'm not saying they can't perform. I'm just saying they didn't perform. I don't put any stock into scrims whatsoever. None. It's practice. It's used as practice. It gives an opportunity for other teams to, to play against some higher up teams and think about strategies, try things out, but it's not a land environment. There's nothing on the line. There's no points. There's no money. There's nothing there. I don't care. Taking it another step. Taking it another step, 
I also don't necessarily care about online tournament results. Do they hold some weight? Yes. Because money's on the line, points are on the line, seating's on the line. They definitely have some weight to them. Never going dis- to never going to disregard that. But in the grand scheme of things, just because a team plays well online does not mean they can transition that to land. So just to get off my rant here, it's not even a rant, just like getting off where my viewpoint is here. That's where I'll end it is that scrims to me, this is why I say scrims don't matter. It's become kind of an, like an inside joke on the show, but in all seriousness, I do like scrims to me don't matter. They're practice. That's what they're used for. That's what they are. And that's great. They work for that purpose. I'm not putting any stock in them. And then online tournament results, I also don't put a ton of stock in because the biggest reason, the biggest reason is not necessarily the players. It's how the game is played online. We, we talked about this last year and we talked about it the first year. This game plays so differently online versus LAN. It just does. Yes, it is the same video game. It just plays so differently comparatively between the two sides of it. So that's that's where I stand on it. That is another reason why. Will, we haven't done our too early to tell preseason predictions yet. I'm going to, just to give people a heads up, my plan is for that to be in two weeks. Because the, the online qualifier will be completed. Um, we'll know what the seeds are going into the first event. We'll know what the teams are because those have to be solidified. And I think we can make preseason too early, too early to tell preseason predictions based on that. Um, but I am withholding like all pure judgment until Arlington. Once Arlington's concluded, then I truly believe we don't know the whole picture. Like we don't have the whole picture after Arlington, but the picture is much more like clear. It's much more in view. Once Arlington has taken place because these teams will have been solidified for a while. Well, the, the like top eight, like the top eight teams have been around for a little while. They've been gelling. They've been doing whatever they need to do. They've been together for a little while. And then we finally get to see how they perform on land. That's what I'm waiting for. That is when I will have, because like people are so high on Shopify right now, myself included. Like, I think they could definitely be fighting for a potential top four potential. The reason why I say that is because like, are we just throwing Sentinels off to the wayside? Are we just throwing quadrant off to the wayside? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? And I know that when you look at that squad on paper, they look great. I agree. They look great. They have phenomenal talent. I'm never going to take that away. I'm never going to think differently about that. But we have yet to see that team on land. That team. We've seen those players. We haven't seen that team. So I'm withholding judgment until Arlington happens. Same with complexity. We've seen those players on land. We've seen them do well but we haven't seen this team on land yet. Same with native as well, right? Is they have been, 
they are a prime example, a prime example as to why I'm waiting for Arlington results until I, until I have judgment. Because I look at that team, you look at that team and you're like, they have the talent. Why the fuck are they not performing like they should be? Or like you would, you would think that they should be right. Based off the talent that they have on that roster. Again, I'm reserving my judgment until after Arlington. Do I think native? I'll say this right now. Do I think native are going to, people are going to hate me for this. And again, too early to tell prediction, ladies and gentlemen, but do I think native are going to place top four at Arlington personally right now? No. Personally right now, I don't. And that's literally nothing against the players on that team. And I want to be proven wrong. Okay. But again, I can't disregard the teams that have already been there and have been there for a while. Like, I know it's a new year. I know it's a new starting weapon. I fully respect that. And I know we're going to have shakeups and I welcome them. I welcome them in open arms. The, the only thing I want are for more shakeups to happen. Are you fucking kidding me? If we had a new winner, every single land, that'd be amazing. We very well could see that, but it's just, again, I'm withholding my full judgment until after Arlington takes place because I cannot base my, like, I cannot form a valid opinion. I cannot form a well-informed opinion based off online tournaments where updates have caused shit to break. Teams not being fully formed yet. Subs having to step in left and right. Like I can't form my opinions based off that. But what I will real quick, the last thing I'm going to say, what I can form my opinion on is when these teams are fully formed and they're competing when it really, really matters. And the first part of that is at Arlington. Go ahead. Will. Yeah. And we, we saw it last year that Sentinels roster was, a I mean, I just call them a land team. They always outperformed on land what they did online. And you never know who's going to break in. You know, you said, you, you, you said it at the end there. It, it's the first real test on land and that's land. And that's when you see where teams are going to shake out. Absolutely. Um, you can also tell you, I mean, partly you can tell if a team's going to work or not. You know, like a lot of these teams are picking up new players and sometimes they might not gel on land. They might be playing fine online together, but that's because everyone's at home comfortable in their setups, you know? Yep. We'll, we'll see what happens. Just wait, wait till after Arlington, not just for like a fit, uh, like my opinion to be formed on teams after Arlington, but just wait for the max exodus of rosters. Cause that's going to happen too. Like as soon as Arlington's over, you know, roster mania is going to be insane. And I'm not talking about like the top eight teams, I'm like talking about ninth through 12th and onward. I wouldn't be surprised if anybody, like if everybody makes a change at that point, because people think they're fucking, that's what they do. These things happen. So I'm again, I'm withholding my full judgment until after Arlington happens. That's why if you ever hear, like if you ever tune into the show, if you're new, if you've been a veteran on the show, whatever it may be, if you're, if you take the time to listen that's why I hold that same thought all year, every year is if you go back and look at it online really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And that's why, that's why it sucks to an extent 
like will I talk about all the time. Like I want more competition to be happening throughout the year. And it's great that we're getting four majors this year. That's fantastic. It's just the thing that irritates me is that there's so much stock in what happens online because of the points, because of the seating that it, it, it just, it sucks that that's the way that it is, but yeah, it's the nature of the beast. We have to deal with it and that's fine. Like I, I have it in my mind that this is the way that it is and that's okay. But that's exactly why with that thought in mind, okay, I'm not even going to think about this because in my mind, it doesn't matter. And I'm going to focus on what happens when it does matter. That's on land and the first one's in Arlington. And that's when we'll fully get to see what these teams are capable of when a lot of the online fuckiness is taken out of the equation. That's where I'll leave that. So will without further ado, let's talk about the North American results of the uh, HCS open series. Number three. So some series here that I want to discuss real quick. Um, Oh, actually, real quick, last thing I want to say before we actually talk about that. Um, sure enough, in regards to your message, um, there's a specific reason, like, I'm not wasting my time. We're not wasting our time talking about any of that. Because, frankly, I think it's the biggest waste of time ever. So, with that in mind, let's talk about the North American Open Series results. In winners round four, business gave Native Gaming the business and beat Native Gaming 3-0 to drop Native Gaming to loser's bracket very early on and within the tournament. Winners round five, Complexity went up against FaZe. Complexity beat FaZe, as a matter of fact. They won the series three to two. Um, if you are a Ryanoob sub um, over on Twitch, you can go check that VOD out. If you're not a Ryanoob sub on Twitch, you cannot see that VOD. Is that a little jab at Ryanoob? Kinda. Get your bag. I get it, man. That's fine. But at the same time, you know, let us watch. You know what I mean? Like, let us go back and watch that shit. Because that was a fucking insane series. And you beat FaZe. You should want everybody to see that. You should be celebrating that. Online or what? not, regardless, you should have people celebrating that. Then, we have Sentinels going up against Shopify. Sentinels beat Shopify 3-2. to two. But uh, this is where shit got a little crazy. So Sentinels came back from being down one to two in the series after back-to-back horrible game losses. What I mean by horrible game losses, I don't mean like they were neck and neck and it was just one play that didn't work out in their in their. It just didn't work out for them. It was a heartbreaking loss. No, they were for all intents and purposes they were blowouts that they lost. So the fact that they came back from being down one to two in the series after back-to-back horrible game losses and being down zero to two in the game three forbidden CTF to win the series three to two overall. I want to show you game five, which is Slayer on recharge. And the, the section that I want to show you here is uh, specifically at the 30-30 mark. Because, Will, what's the rule about Slayers? You always say they start around 30. 
They start at the 30 kill mark. And this one, I think it's more, you can tell who's getting the upper advantage at 30. I can agree with that. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you'll see what happens at this 30, 30 mark. Camo control. Sentinels looking to fight back regardless. It's a tie game now. And it's a very, very strong setup on this long haul side, but they decide to split through and boo has a shock. Majibubu coming in and raising hell does exactly what he needs to do. Trades are going down. Falcon to take down Cycle. Suppressed. The one-shot player not able to stay alive. Mental coming in. I'm not sure that was a skill jump or the grapple, but doesn't matter. He sent packing right back. Three kill advantage once again. Sentinels have control. And Falcon is now rotating the shock into a more favorable power position onto the A side. Three down, go Rebellion. Make it a full squad wipe. Falcon is on a killing spree. And now Sentinels have a camo to couple alongside all of that. It's a very solid lead. 32 to 41 Sentinels leading in this game number five. A very important game for both of these teams, of course. Sparty looking to be aggressive with this camo now. Gets caught out, but still gets the kill and stays alive. Three down once again, find Rebellion, and Sentinels really have complete control. I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but I I, I got to point out Mental, 2 and 11. Only four assists right now. You had a camouflage at one point in this game. Some way, somehow, things had to be better for, for, for Mental and Rebellion. Large reason why they fought, find themselves so far behind. As Mental gets caught out, double push out of them. Sparty ends up getting the kill. Luckily, Rebellion coming with kills of their own, but that stick or the headshot, either way, that player is going down. Three down for Rebellion. The final three kills just needed here for Sentinels, and Rebellion find themselves so far behind. A, a, an uphill battle would be an understatement. They're climbing a mountain right now. Yeah, I absolutely love the side of Sentinels, though, showing up here. Look at Falcated, 18 and 12. That's what showcases a great player being able to show up in these game number fives and you see right there. So the reason why I wanted to include that one specifically after I change this back over to the topic of the show, um, you saw what happened at that 30, 30 kill mark will and Shopify basically started dropping like flies. Yeah. Sentinels had their little bit of an advantage, but the thing that I loved of what, of what Sentinels did throughout the entire latter half of that game was how they were always sticking together. It felt like they were always in scenarios to help each other out. And they were always keeping Shopify like on their toes on respawn, never having a full force set up. Like they just, they dominated not not only did they dominate like via stat lines, but they dominated via presence on the map. And it's just they were out rotating all the time. They were watching each other's crosses all the time. They were always set up for whenever Shopify spawned, where they spawned. It just it was I thought it was perfect execution by them. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Fuck yeah. So yeah, they, like the fact that Sentinels came back from how they did and ended up winning that series, like I think that's commendable. That is fucking awesome for them. And that's got to be a huge confidence booster as well. Um, But that's not, that's not where the craziness stopped, Will. 
so we head into the winner's semifinal. Sentinels beat Complexity three to one. Um, so congratulations to Sentinels on that. But then we had SSG go up against Optic. Okay, two of the two of the powerhouse teams heading into this weekend, uh, into that into that weekend. And I want to specifically show off game three, which was Strongholds on Live Fire. And specifically, the point that I want to show is the last 30 points for either team to win the game. Okay? Okay. And just watch what transpires. Not over yet, though. This one can very well go back and forth all the way to the 249-250 mark. Looks like Space Station are going to take the, the capping lead for now. 226 to a rolling 216 for SSG. Optic formal with the killing spree. The stick! It does land! He does get the double on Eco. Takes down two on his own. On the other side of the map, Optic have two. Claiming B, and they do just that. Now have control of two zones. Might just look for a trip cap. I see just a sliver of C being captured, but for now, the rotation on A means that Optic have to defend it. Two are down at the time. This is a really a potential hero moment here for Dead Zone and Trippy as they do a great job. Really, Trippy more than anything finds the slay there on Eco, and Trippy's gonna reset A himself. This could win Optic game three. Yeah, but Space Station come off spawn and immediately attack B. It, it does get reset though. Three dead for Space Station, and this could be. So real quick, I just wanted to pause because I wanted to bring this up. Uh, okay. So Eli the Ninja was doing a breakdown of this game, as a matter of fact, on his stream today. Um, and he will be, like I asked him in his chat, because I like I think this would be incredible information for people to go watch um, because he does a great job breaking things down and as, analyzing like every intricate detail of these pro players and this game. Um, and he will be releasing a YouTube video at some point. So please stay on the lookout for that YouTube video from Eli the Ninja with an analysis of this series and specifically this game, because like I said, he does an amazing job. Um, but what I, what I personally want to point out here is even when space station was three dead, right? The fact that eco stayed alive, the fact that eco was able to stay alive here, this to me was one of the biggest plays in the game because if eco would have died here then well let's just watch what happens exactly what optic need to close out this game but eco last player alive can he make the cap here he's gonna face heavy pressure dead zone throwing all of his grenades oh picks up two extra off the ground to hit him with he's four. playing halo 2 eli <laughs> he's got four grenades in his pocket <laughs> like it's halo 2 but he takes him down with those still though space station able to cap it players coming off spawn able to finish the job of the previous play their teammate had started but optic about to cap all three and space station need to get two zones before they hit 250. 242 234 optic gaming in the stretch run here as eco flips c but they've got to get a foot in b 249 and they stop the clock Yes, they're inside of B, but it's being contested. That's why the B wasn't oh. rotating. Oh my goodness, SSG are still alive. They oh. have two down. Make it three. As three go down for Optic, SSG might just steal it. They just need to keep Optic out of these hills. They know that Optic has to desperate in this moment. Look at the grenade. Oh my God. Perfectly predicted. They get ah. shut down, and Double I think that's the game. So yeah, that was fucking insane. 
if I do say so myself. And yes, Invisiblade, I mentioned that. So yeah, like I said, uh, be on the lookout for that Eli the Ninja breakdown video. Um, I'll make sure to include it in whatever episode of the show that is um, in that show notes. But that was... the Like I said, when Eco survived there, or like originally, to get that contest on to B and play his life the way that he did have his teammate come over. They were able to cap B and with these, with these games being so close, especially towards the end of them, like one fuck up can cause the game to, you you can lose the game. You can win the game. Right. And so when they did that, they get B, they have a little bit of a setup going, but then optic come back. They get that trip cap. You think like, if you're just watching that game, you, you, you have to think that that game's over. Like you have a triple cap. You need like basically 10 points to win at that point. But somehow, some way space station, get the slays that they need. And literally, literally at the last possible second, fly into B to get that, get uh three to four dead on optic. And the rest was history. Will, is there anything you want to say about that one? Um, these teams are just so tightly contested and we're getting great games out of it. And like you said, can't wait to see what happens on land shortly. Absolutely. I can't fucking wait. Um, Bryce, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So that game was bonkers. Just absolutely fucking bonkers. All right. Continuing on. In the winner's final, we had SSG going up against Sentinels. Um, SSG actually got the reverse sweep over Sentinels as well. So SSG win that series three to two. In losers round 10, we had Optic go up against FaZe. This was a 3-0 by way of Optic. And this is the last clip that I want to uh, show you guys. Game two, Slayer on Solitude. Game tied, 45 all. And, uh, <sighs> Will, we haven't said this in a while. But uh, we, we, we've talked about previously over the years. Got to check your corners. Yeah. You know, you just, yeah. you got to check your corners. So, uh, this happened. High game. This could go either way, but it's optic that are the ones spawning on the tram side and can phase replicate the same push that optic just did to them. If they could, this could close out the game right here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. letting formal hold on to the shock as dead zone says, hold this hell back smack on his on his rival Frosty. Two go down for FaZe Clan. Optic are surging in the end game. Lucid takes down Renegade. Snakebite down to half shields. Looking to tech jump his way up to the high ground. Hopefully stay alive here for FaZe. As Royal 2 doesn't have much help. Has half shields to work with. He'll go down. Oh. Trippy fight Snakebite. And Lucid has another camel. This could close the door. It does. Optic Gaming. If you paid attention there, uh, FaZe didn't get a single kill in that last round of slays there. And uh, it all started when Frosty got back whacked. Unfortunately, he didn't check his corner. 
Now, I don't know how often a player is going to be just sticking right there, but and it looked like he was just about to, and then he just turned away the other way. It's unfortunate, but sometimes it's the way the cookie crumbles. And yeah, Optic win that series. Just moving on through the rest of it here, the loser semifinal, Optic beat Complexity 3-2. to two. Um, Included in the show notes of the show, it's Lucid's POV because the whole thing wasn't able to be shown on LVT because they were focused on, uh, like they're trying to fucking juggle so many matches at the same time. Um, so yeah, if you want to check out that one, uh, Lucid's POV is in the show notes. And then the loser's finals, Optic beat Sentinels 3-0. That was just a... Uh, a beating by optic. And I just say that optic proceeded to take Sentinel's lunch money. That series. If you go back and watch that and then the grand final SSG beat optic three to two, um, optic tried to complete the first best of five reverse sweep, but they're unable to due to SSG completely wiping the floor with them in the game five slayer on streets, 50 to 31, 50 to 31 in that game five slayer. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, that means, let's go through the results. In 7th and 8th, we had Shopify Rebellion, which was Cycle, Mental, Soul Snipe, and Suppressed. And then Reversal Perfy, which is Breaking Shot, Cherished, Mortally, and Piggy. In 5th, 6th, we had Phase Clan, which was Frosty, Renegade, Royal 2, and Snakebite. Yes, it, it, that Phase Clan. And uh, the other one was Stainers, which was Gilkey, King, Nick, Sab, and Suspector. Another reason, ladies and gentlemen, another example as to why I do not put online, I don't put stock into online results. Do I want to, I'm just going to throw this out there to everybody. Based off of this result, and yes, I, I can't believe I'm asking this question, but if we're going to use this rubric, is there anybody truly out there right now that based off this result, from this online tournament, does anybody believe that FaZe are a top six team? Does anybody seriously believe that? And I know people are going to be joking and be like, yeah, of course. Does anybody seriously believe that? You're reigning world champion. And this is coming from somebody who last year was on a downturn for Optic. Based off of how they played, wait for it, at LAN. Crazy. Do people believe that FaZe are a top six team? No. People don't fucking believe that. Jesus fucking Christ. Don't put too much stock into online tournament results, ladies and gentlemen. Just don't. Regardless, let's move on. In fourth place was Complexity. Shout out the jersey. Which was Descendant, Hus, Precision, and Ryanoop. Third place was Sentinels, which is Boo Boo Doo Boo, Falcated, Lethal, and Spartan. Second place was Optic Gaming, which was Dead Zone, Formal, Lucent, and Trippy. And in first place, for the second time in this open series, Space Station Gaming, this time featuring Bound, Eco, Stellar, and Legend. New member of the team. Going through the point totals right now real quick. In 10th, we have Native Gaming featuring APG, Barcode, Collect, and Mickwin. And again, that includes the um, update to Barcode's points because his points from Australia and New Zealand do not carry over to North America. 
Um, in ninth, in terms of points, we have Reversal Perfy, Breaking Shot, Cherish, Mortally, and Piggy. In eighth, Business, Druck, Last Shot, Manny, and Tolik. Yes, Manny is included there. Seventh, we have Stainers, Gilkey, King, Nick, Sab, and Suspector. Sixth, Complexity, Descendant, Us, Precision, and Rhino. Fifth, Rebellion, Shopify, that is. Cycle, Mental, Soul, Snipe, and Suppressed. Fourth, Sentinels, Boobadoobo, Falcated, Lethal, and Spartan. Third place, Optic Gaming, Dead Zone Formal, Lucid, and Trippy. Second in Face Clan, Rosty, Renegade, Royal 2, and Snakebite. And first, because they've won two weeks out of three. Space Station Gaming, Bound, Eco, Legend, and Stellar. And uh, if we're just going based off of point totals, then the top three are fairly contested. SSG has a pretty decent lead over um, at least Optic Gaming in third um, with like a little over 3,000 points there. But uh, realistically here, like fourth, fifth, and sixth are pretty fucking close. But then again, fifth, sixth, and seventh are close. And then eighth, ninth, and tenth are pretty close as well. So really, the points fucking matter. Your placings heavily matter in this qualifier this weekend. And I know that it sucks that it has to be based off online performance, but teams have to show their all here. They have to put that practice to the test and really show what they can do. Because will we've, we've seen this countless times, right? Where depending upon the team that you are, and I know that we don't like to say this, Will, but we agree that sometimes you get lucky with where you are in the bracket. And I know you don't get to pick who you play. So, like, you can't, like, if you get a quote-unquote easier bracket, right, that can't really be a detriment because you don't get to pick who you play. It is what it is. You place where you place, you seed where you seed. But these seeds really matter. So, it could be it could be the difference of playing phase right away or not. You know what I mean? It could be the difference of playing optic right away or not. It's just, it. it's, yeah. you never know. So bring it your all, do what you can to win and show these teams what you got, man. Absent, welcome back. It's good to see you. And Salad, welcome back as well. I apologize if I mispronounce your name. All right. I will say, Will, um, just to close out the topic, regardless of it being online, um, some of this competition has been amazing to watch for sure. And yeah, it, it's great seeing a lot of these teams, especially in the top six, top eight range, like sticking things out, um, working on strategies, doing everything they can to improve. Um, and I can't wait to see what this qualifier brings. And hopefully... Like, like we said, like, we'd love to see shakeups happen. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm really, really looking forward to this weekend. I've, I've looked forward to all these open series, but this coming weekend's tournament is, it's the most important online one that we have. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, the stakes are raised a little bit. Teams are finally settling. I would say like for the most part, like people are finally together and this is the big one before land. So we'll see what shakes out, man. Absolutely. I'm excited. Absolutely. Um, if for those who want to check it out, like we said earlier, all of the VODs 
for these open series, at least the ones that we're able to gather are in the show notes of the show. Um, some of them again are Twitch links, unfortunately, because some of these places don't have YouTube, but Hey, so just keep in mind, they will be removed at some point in time. So get in while the getting is good. Watch those VODs. If you can check out these series, because some of them were amazing. Um, and also want to give a shout out to everybody who is putting on these broadcasts as a matter of fact, as well. Um, so yeah, shout out all of you within your respective regions, North America. We obviously have LVT shout out LVT, um, shout out Euro halo league, shout out Atlas. Um, I, I believe I included Scoob Meisters VOD for Australia, New Zealand. I I'm pretty sure I did. So shout out Scoob Meister for that. And then also give me a uh, one quick second here because I don't want to screw this up. Um, for Mexico, it was the NMSGG official channel as a matter of fact. So shout out to them as well for putting on their broadcast. It's greatly appreciated. And yeah, awesome. Without them, without any of them, we wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to see most of these matches take place. So you got to give credit where credit is due. These guys put on amazing broadcasts, show them some love. And yeah, it's, it's, it's great that we have the avenue to be able to watch these matches because it'd be pretty dull talking about these things without being able to see it, you know? So agreed. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's it for our topic of this week, which means let's get into some regular news. Halo, the series merch collection. If you like the Halo TV show, which I do believe that season two has been better than season one so far. Agreed. And will no spoilers whatsoever, because we're not, we're not about that life. We're not about that life, but I will say that ending of the last episode leading up to what is potentially going to happen in this week's episode. Fucking excited. Really fucking excited. Are you fucking excited? Will? Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here waiting. I don't know how fast it goes live, but I might be awake at like 1am. Oh shit. I might just watch it right away. I'm excited. Get it. Get in there. Get in there. No, I'm excited as well. Like I said, I believe this is better than the first season. Um, I don't care. I, I, I could care less about the... Actually, no, I, I'm, let me rephrase. I could not, again, care less about the whole chief wearing the helmet, chief not wearing the helmet thing. I don't fucking care. Um, yeah. It's a completely separate thing. Will, you've talked about this a, a lot as well. It's a separate thing. It's not the games. Deal with it. So, yeah, if you want merch... In relation to the Halo TV series, then you can go and check that out. It's by Halo Gear. Go check out that. Um, The story so far, the Didact by 343, it is a synopsis of like the Didact from the origins of the Didact to where the Didact is now leading up to the release of Halo Epitaph, which is the book about the Didact. And there's an audiobook preview. The Didact Returns, again, by 343. Go check that out. Um, Halo Fireside by 343 because it is the anniversary of Halo Wars 2. Speaking of which, I don't know if anybody noticed because the because the camera angle, but this is, um, if I'm not mistaken, from one of the Halo loot crates from back in the day. This is the Halo Wars 2 mouse pad. Shout out Halo Wars 2. 
And then there's an audiobook in relation to Halo Fireside by 343 as well. All links included in the Google Doc of the shows of the show. Exclamation point show notes in chat. Like Voodoo, man. Shout out Martin Holmes. Did. And then finally, the Halo Infinite playlist updates by Halo Support. The FFA rotational playlist, Rumble Pit, has replaced Lone Wolves. The featured rotational playlist, Firefight Legendary King of the Hill, has rotated back in. Alongside Firefight Legendary King of the Hill, five maps have been added to all three Firefight King of the Hill playlists. Breaker, Cliffhanger, Fragmentation, Scar, and High Power. Which means, yes, the dev made BTB maps. Um, I believe all of them now are in the firefight playlist. So while I wish that there was more emphasis on community made maps, especially within this firefight refresh, at least it is more maps. Hopefully they adjust the weighting. So you see those new ones more. Um, but yeah, there you go. And then additionally, the map illusion has been added to the following playlists: quick play team slayer, tactical slayer, which is SWAT super fiesta team doubles and infection. Wait, Invis and SWAT? Yep. Dangerous. Dangerous. I mean, hey, it's a social mode, Will. It's a social mode. I I suppose. (laughs) I suppose. Yeah. That's it for the regular news. God games watch. There's a path to pro, a Call of Duty Challenger story by Boston Breach. Go check that out. That's it for God of games watch, which means it's time for Will's Adventures of the Nailovers. Another game too. Will, what'd you play over the last week? Yeah, I've played some Halo Infinite. You don't got say. in some games. Yeah, got in some games with PD last night. Played for about two hours from like, what, 12.15 to about 2.15, 2.30 in the morning. I was a witness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You even said, or like, it was like 1 a.m. And you're like, I got to go to bed. And you're still commenting on the stream at 2.30. I'm like, what the hell, man? I was. Uh, you go to sleep. In all seriousness, like I was doing a work project, like for actual work. So, oh shit, we'll move the camera. Oh God. Um. So yeah, I was already awake and then I played a little, like I, I will talk about what I played later, but like I was playing a little something on the side and I'm like, I'll just hang out. I'm tired, but I'll just hang out for a little bit. It's fine. So. Yeah. Um, I got an overkill today, which was fun. Don't get a lot of those personally in my gameplay posted the clip on Twitter and, uh, your PD wanted me to talk about it. So here I am. Do it up, do it. Spawn up. I spawn up cafe. My team's holding the ball in C and bulldog is up. So I G slide off cafe, grab the bulldog and I see my teammate die back. C. So I'm like, someone's got to be back there. So I get to top C thinking the guy might be pushing ball, waiting there with the bulldog. Nothing comes. I get shot in the back on my way to top C being like, Oh wait, what the hell? I'm looking the wrong way. Teammate starts fighting bottom C go clean up that guy. Someone pushes the, the C stair guys pushes. I switched, well, I should say, the first guy I cleaned up with the bandit, switched back to the bulldog from the guy that pushed me around the corner. He was a little weak, so two shots did him in with the bulldog. Switched back to my bandit, another guy flying up C stairs. I don't know why or how I predicted him to do this, but he came up the stairs and went, like, to the right towards, um, like, the upper C balcony. Yeah. I put two shots in him. 
dodged the nade he threw at me, switched back to the bulldog, put the two shots into him. Ball still down back to like back Ivy. Go back to ball, hear my teammate fighting bottom mid, and I'm like, I, I'm on a triple. Slide out, put the last shot in the guy to get the overkill. And then uh, I celebrated by grabbing the ball, smacking the wall three times, and then teabagging. So, Will, yeah. I love the play-by-play. Play. I love the play-by-play play of the play. Uh, but I think we should watch the play. Oh, did you cue it up? Yeah. No, you didn't. So let's go watch the play. No, you didn't. Oh, fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> Oh my god, I, I can't hear it. Yeah, yeah I'm like looking the wrong way. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, there's the damage. Hey, oh, the switch, boom. <laughs> you, you shit on that kid. You straight up yep. shit on that kid. Oh, oh, gotta get it. <laughs> so the thing that I love most about that clip is the fact that like not only you you did the perfect thing is that you were playing objective basically the entire time so you were not only getting the ball time but you were also dropping the ball to get slays put your team in a better position and then even after you get the clip you didn't do the xbox record that shit where you stop moving and then queue it up so you can clip it no you grabbed the ball and kept fucking scoring Real yeah. fucking teammate right there. That's my teammate right there. It's it's funny. Uh, I don't know if you showed it at the end of the clip, but I grabbed the ball, I teabag, and then my teammate dies right next to me, and they're just pushing down mid, and I'm like, oh, my God. So shortly after, I had to drop the ball after only getting a few more seconds and keep slaying. But but that's the thing is that you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was... um. That was that was the first round of that oddball series. We took uh, we took it 2-0, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But it was a lot of that by me grabbing the ball, getting it to a position, then having to drop it to slay because I sometimes the teammates were allergic to the ball, it felt like, you know? <laughs> they always but, are. They they never uh, be was, they never want to be the one that plays objective. But yeah, it was um I don't know. It was it was fun. It was it was fun running around. Love it. It was it was one of those maps where like I felt a little bad because I felt like I was almost kill stealing, but it's team shot, right? Like sure. I I knew that for us to be successful, I had to just keep my teammates alive in that situation. So I was yeah bouncing around, putting in shots with the team, and just getting a lot of kills by doing so. So I'll take it. Oh, you fucking nailed it! And like I said, that that guy that you killed top C. Like as he came in from steps, oh. you shit on yeah. him. Like <laughs> he, you were he one shot. Happened. He he had that nade come in. You were one shot, and like he, yeah. Sorry to that guy, but like you, you yeah. absolutely annihilated him. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he had no idea. He had no idea. He just. I think he expected me to still be back on ball, and like, nope, I'm pushing up the stairs. Fuck that, you and yeah, fuck that. Destroyed him. <laughs> so yeah. Um. But yeah, I the, I think what really helped me today was that uh, like playing those high level lobbies with PD last night. Yeah, you know, um, it elevated my gameplay today because I was able to take some of those. Um, what's the like? I guess you call them mechanics. Just the mechanics from playing at a high level into back into lower diamond where I'm at, and it's just like wow, my gameplay feels so smooth today. Yeah, and the strategy so. as well. 
like knowing, yeah, having that feeling of where, knowing where players are going to be coming from, making sure yeah, you set I was it properly. Just, again, maybe the talking about spawns being weird, like earlier, I, I totally didn't expect that guy to be right behind me on um, ATM or cafe shooting me in the back as I went into C. Right. I knew there, I knew there was one guy lurking bottom seat that we got that cleanup on driveway because mm-hmm. my teammate just died there with the ball. But yeah, like I come, like we, we were getting slays before that. It wasn't like we were just down a player at that point. So they, those, those guys came off respawn and I guess it happens. Like you spawn cafe, you move out and then the enemy team just respawns cafe. Right. Like, um, but it just, it felt like, it felt like they were there very quickly, which allowed me to get the overkill, which worked out for my benefit. So I'll take, I'll take it. Fuck. Yeah, it did. You take those. Yeah. Um, other games I've been playing, just, just hopped on Tarkov, um, been actually kind of grinding Tarkov. It's a very punishing game. It's a miserable game. You must hate yourself to play it because (laughs) it's bullshit at times. It's really like, it's one of those games that it's, it's difficult, but when you get kills, when you do well, it's very rewarding. Sure. But, um, I was playing with Narwhal or Joey and one of his friends that he knows and we're in this this building it's it's called dorms on customs for anyone who knows the game and we're bottoms we're first floor on third story dorms and we're, we're pmcs and we're trying to complete a task for joey because he needs to get pmc kills which is player controlled um like your your actual character not scabs not scabs which there are AI scabs and then you can load in as a player scab, which has right. less armor, worse guns. It's just this is your real load kind of job. Yeah, your job as a scab is just to kind of either a kill a PMC to get their loot or run around and get loot and be sneaky like I do. Right. Um, but we're in dorms, and I'm I'm like looking around. We were about to leave, and I hear something, so I stop moving, and our other team teammate goes like, what are you looking at? And I go, there's guys around. Hold up. And Joey just fucking one taps our teammate. Like, oh, he shit. took the, like, there's guys around is to like, there's a guy in front of me. And he just, boom, with a shotgun to the head. I'm like. Why do I always yeah. feel it's him that's like in these situations? Well, this isn't the first time that you've said hey. that Joey has like been like the, the. I don't want to say problem, but like the one that's in the middle of all of this. Hey, I, um, I've killed Joey twice this time around this wipe. They call it. Sure. He has not yet to kill me. So, right. But he's, but isn't it like, he's not calling out properly on like where he is or whatever. Sometimes. Okay. I don't want to throw, I don't want to throw shade at Joey. It's just like, I know we've had this conversation in the past. This feels like deja vu in a sense. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, two two player scavs pushed in. They opened one of the doors, and I, I, I felt proud of myself here because so they opened the door and they threw grenades in, and like we're in a tunnel basically. Okay. So they 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 open a side door and then there's a front door to my left. So when they threw the nade in, I knew it was I was out of range of the nade. But when it exploded, I ran out the front door and threw some bushes because normally you can hear that, but with the nade sound, they couldn't. So I, I I got outside, got around the building to the door they were at, got the got the kill on one of them, wrapped back in, and I think uh, he pushed in and Joey got the kill on the other guy. Okay. 
But um, but yeah, Joey just straight up one tapped our teammate, and it was it was kind of hilarious. Um, me and this guy don't get along, but I play because I want to play with Joey. Right. So internally, I was laughing my ass off, but you know, I respect it. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I've played. What about you, Josh? Um. I've been on a Final Fantasy kick a little bit, like a little little JRPG kick for a little bit. So, yeah. uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. If Riz, Riz, I see her in chat still. Uh, just want to throw this out there. So, I uh, let's just say I stopped playing midway through, and uh, I proceeded to watch a YouTube video of the remainder of the game from the midway point of the game. I don't think that game's very good. I, it is clearly like I, I already knew that it is a remake of a PSP game. Okay. It is a PSP game. Um, and before that was the only way you could play it before that was o- the only way you could play this game. It had never been re-released or anything like that. And then they remade it. Um, they enhanced some things. Obviously it looks a lot better, plays better, so on and so forth, but you can it is a, it is still a PSP game. Um, and also that has to be one of the campiest games in terms of dialogue that I think I've ever played. What I mean by that is the dialogue's not good. Like Hmm. I, I respect people who enjoy it. I do because it uh, it adds a little more context to the Final Fantasy VII lore, which is expansive. But that game, playing halfway through it, like I there there's a rare time where I play a game halfway through and don't finish it. Like it's a rare occurrence. But uh, that is a game where I would have been much happier with a advent children type movie scenario where I don't think a remake of that game needed to happen in the slightest. On the one hand, I get it because it allows more people to play it, which it, it, it vastly opens that door, which is great because now people have a real opportunity to play something that they maybe never had an opportunity to because they didn't have a PSP. Um, but on the other hand, that it, to me, it doesn't hold up at all. I don't think that game's very good. So I would have much rather just liked a movie to explain what was happening because also the, the context that you get in it is not amazing either, but that's besides the point. Um, other than that, besides that game, um, played some traditional final fantasy seven and man, I'm just going to hate, like I'm going to get a lot of people to hate me. Will a lot of people, because I also Uh-oh. believe that final fantasy seven, the original does not hold up. I don't, it's a turn-based RPG. So the combat's fine. Like it's a standard thing in turn-based RPGs. I get it. That's fine. That never changes. It's, it's traditional. I get it. It's fine. And the storytelling is also not bad, but, but having to navigate in that world is a fucking nightmare. It is legitimately, Will, a fucking nightmare. There are times 
where you legitimately in a room, in a fucking room, you do not know where to go. Mm. You're in a room with four walls and you do not know where to go because where you need to go is hidden behind like a fucking corner or whatever. And you wouldn't have known about it unless you just fucking happen upon it. And then the scene changes. Like it Riz, it is that bad. It fucking is that bad. He says, are you playing with the red arrows on the map? I am playing on, I don't know. I'm playing on the Nintendo switch. That's what I'm playing on because I, I've tried playing on steam deck, but the controls are real fucky on that. Um, but yeah, I just, that, it, oh my God, man. It's just, I hate having to fight with it. I hate having to fight with it to try to play it and to try to enjoy it. That that's all. And like, this is also, I need people to understand, like this is coming from somebody who never, um, who never played through the original in the, in the first place. Like when it first released or whatnot, I, I never owned an original PlayStation. Like I, I went from N64 to PlayStation two and I was just focused on PS two games from that point. So like, I never went back and played through the original final fantasy seven. So maybe I would have a different viewpoint if I went through and played it when it first released or even like when I first got the PS two, whatever, but I didn't. And games have evolved and moved past that. Now, maybe I'm too like stuck in my new ways of wanting newer experiences and better mechanics and so on and so forth. But like going into it as a new player, it is so convoluted to try to navigate that world. It's insane. But, but let me say this, that Final Fantasy seven is one of the best soundtracks in all of video games. And I'll die on that hill. Um, also the storytelling is genuinely good when it happens. It's just getting to those story beats is just frustrating because I feel like I'm fighting the game to get there. And like I said, the combat's fine. It's turn-based, whatever. So, the final game I played real quick is uh, Persona 3 Reload, which if Dave ever listens to this, he's going to be super happy about that. Um, he will. Will, did you get the message that I sent you? No. Regarding Persona oh, 3 yes. Reload? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. So I'll just ask this. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. So then, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for uh, Pro Talk Plays eventually because uh, that's going to be Persona 3 Reload. And uh, let me just say this. As somebody who never played through four golden and never played through five royal, um, I'm liking three reload right now. I'm liking it so far. So, fuck yeah. Persona. That's all I played. Um, I forgot I played many more games than I listed. Oh, shit. Because... Uh, last Friday was my birthday. Mm -hmm. My brother and Joey came, came over. Nice. And, uh, I may have had a few to drink and then played some rock band. So singing my heart out in the living room. Love it. As always. 
Um, then played some Last of Us 2 to get through more of the story. Real quick, so I'm a little, real quick yeah. thoughts so far? I'm enjoying it. The game's been out long enough that I feel like I can talk about where I'm at. Let me just, um, real quick, before you say it, let me just ask real quick, for those in chat, are we okay with some slight Last of Us 2 spoilers depending upon where Will's at in the story? <laughs> just real quick, I want a quick confirmation, yes or no. Because, Will, you're right, the game's been out for a little bit. Yeah. But I just want yep, to make sure. I want to make sure. If you're listening to the audio, audio version, skip ahead like 40 seconds to a couple minutes maybe. We'll see how, how much we... Riz is the only one that's replied, and he said go for it. So I think I, I'm going to say I'm going go for ahead. it. Go ahead, Will. Go for it. All right. Um, I'll just... I guess I'll keep it a little vague then since we didn't get a big reply, but I got to the I think I'm pregnant part. Okay. So, so I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like I'm still fairly early on in the game. The game is a lot longer than you initially think it is. Yeah. You're not even at the midway point yet. I figured, I figured. Um, because I've been told that the game is a lot longer than I would think. Yes. Many times. So, um, yeah, uh, I got, I, I'm just like, at the I, I, that happened and I'm like, what the fuck? Why? What? What are you doing? Like, you know? yeah, no, I agree. And so, um, is what do you do now? Like, yeah, well, how yeah. do you manage that how, now? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yup. So I went through that, like that subway section. Okay. Got to the. I think they're in a theater. Yes. At that point, and that's that's where I left off. I think you're getting close to the midway point now. Okay. I think. Sure. Be- because the, the theater is a, like, the theater's a pivotal part. Sure. Like, it's a, a yeah. set piece moment, I guess you could say. Got it. Um. So, yeah. And then after that, Joey downloaded... NHL 24 on my PlayStation. We played some NHL 24 online. Oh shit. We went two, one and one on the night. So two losses or two wins, one loss, one overtime loss. Mm-hmm. And we had a, our first, our first game online was an overtime shootout that went like 10 rounds. Jesus Christ. Like okay. we would score, then make the save. And then they would score, make the save. Like it just kept going back and forth. And when we needed to score to keep us in it, we would. And then when they needed to score to keep it in, keep them in it, they would. Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun playing online and yes. So those are three more games that I played throughout the week that I forgot about. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I have had a hankering, like I need to play Halo to get the ultimate just to get the helmet, but like I've just had a weird hankering to go back and play more uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. See, I'm waiting for it to come to Game Pass. Yeah, if if and when. And like for, for the record, we don't know if and when it'll come to Game Pass, but like well, will I respect the first it. one? The first one came to Game Pass, so please right. just right. just just do do the same. <laughs> 
It's been long enough. Please get you the know, game on the pass. You know what game is coming to Game Pass, Will? What is? Bluey the video game. Eh? Uh, no, not going to Yeah? That. No. I'm going to play with my kid. That's that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> sure. But yeah, but just I've just had a weird hankering to get back into that. So, but there's there's so many fucking games to play, man. It's crazy. There there is. There's a lot out there. It is crazy. Uh the um Oh my god, what was it? The updated either today or tomorrow, um by the time we're recording this, like the updated Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth demo is releasing to like give you part of the open like segment portion. So I'm excited to play that. Um, yeah, Justin Diablo four is coming to game pass. They finally announced that, uh, Slayer. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Oh, fucking last epoch released. It's 1.0 version today. Uh, for those who don't know, that's like a mixture between Diablo four and, uh, path of exile. They've been having some server issues today as expected. It's launch day, but heard some really fucking good things about that. So I want to give that a shot. And I think it's only like 30 bucks as well. It's on PC. Um, um, goalie sniper, Justin asked, um, are NHL games still the same from 2014? Cause they were pretty much the same for a long time or have they done anything to make them better? Um, one thing in 24 that I enjoyed is stamina seems more realistic. Like you can't go up and down the ice three times with sprint. You have to like really manage it. There's also like a, um, there's like a meter that, that spawn shows up when you've had sustained zone time and like getting, are getting pressure so that like, you're more likely to score the longer you hold pressure in the zone, which I think is cool. It's not all just flashy, um, breakaways, which is nice. They'll still happen if you don't play defense because you got to play defense, but just play good defense. Right. And then poke checks are like. Poke and stick checks, you really have to be in a good position to do them. Otherwise, you will get penalized pretty easily now. It it does feel heavy, but I think that's their counter to everyone being super fast in all these crazy juke moves. Like, it's always tough trying to balance sim with arcade, right? Like, how, where do, where do you want that line to fall? that's it it does feel a little it does feel a little heavy right now anyway um i just wanted to clear that up no you're good riz asked if we played hell divers 2 yet it's really fun um when you can get into the server no i have not heard amazing things though and uh would love to try it just haven't had the time to but yeah i've also heard like about the server stuff so what's up is it on pc yes it's on steam and ps5 is it for free no I doubt that it is $40 <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, 39.99. Got it. But, uh, yeah, I've heard unbelievable things. I've watched red reviews, watched streams, definitely interested in it. And, uh, and I love how the, the CEO of the, of the developer, I love how he's, he's been interactive on Twitter. And even he said, like, obviously they want the game to be like, they want people to buy the game, but um, he even came out and said that he understands if people don't want to purchase until all the server issues are figured out. And like, he's advocated for like, Hey, don't worry about buying it until like we get this shit figured out. Then please go ahead. If you want to, 
which is pretty cool. It seems as though they've risen above expectations. Oh, 1000%. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they they didn't expect this to happen. Sony, I bet, didn't expect this to happen. So they, yeah, congratulations to them. Um, yeah. And absolutely, yeah, when the server issues get figured out, I absolutely love to jump in, especially with a group of people. Heard it's amazing. The, the last thing I wanted to say is uh, I, I talked about it weeks ago, but it is officially out now. Um, if you have never played Final Fantasy fourteen, the MMO, the free trial is available via like open beta, um, on Xbox series. So Xbox series X and S, um, if you do partake in this, you need to have a brand new account. It can't, you can not link an existing account, um, with this open beta version. So please keep that in mind. And the other shitty part is, is that you need to have a, um, game pass subscription in order to play it because like previously Xbox live now game pass core or whatever, you need to have that in order to play it on Xbox series consoles, which sucks, but there you go. Um, but yeah, other than that, the really cool thing about this, and this isn't an ad or anything. I just, I just played FF 14 in the past is that with this free trial, um, you can play up to level 70 for free. And you can play all the way through the main campaign and then the first two expansions for free. So if you're any at all interested in playing it, um, again, you need to have a brand new account. Um, or you can, if you have an existing account, you can wait until the open beta is over, in which case then you can link your existing account and play from there. Um, as long as you obviously own it on the console, you need to pay for it again. That sucks too. But yeah, there's that. And yes, Riz, Heaven's Ward is a very, a very good. So yeah, that's all I've got. Let's get into some shout outs. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to Jen Taylor and Will, AKA I, Mr. Mayhem in the fucking show, baby. Happy belated hey, birthday to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Too kind, too kind. Um, happy, happy birthday today to cycle over on Shopify rebellion shots. Everyone who joined the community Playdate put on by none other than the community shout out Riz in the chat right now. This included Ashley Blair, Danny Phantom Fox too quick game. Crazy John halt hammerhead honcho recycled gum Riznax Stetson, um, stubby Wildcan Joker and William star winder. Um, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. This includes um, Grace's Band, Manibs, Dragonic, Richie, uh, Seven Big Chungus, Tristan, uh, It's Rhythm, Jonathan, Cynical, Freezy, Bryce, and Slayer. Thank you all so very much for the new follows. And then uh, shout out to Colonel Flom for the nine month resub. Watsy with the three month resub. Uh, Dayquil with the two month resub. Captain Mo with the 10 month resub. And Meek Jitsu with the 12 month resub. You all get a wow. Thank you very much for the fucking resubs. And then shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. I'm not going to mess this up this time. 
This includes Remedy Boots, Head Honcho, Watsy, Dakota, Christian, D-Pancakes, Ashley, Voodoo Man, Rasta Monkey Jr., Ricky Deer, Snagu, Raider, Hater, Peanut, Butt, One Swole, Daddy, Daddy Phantom, Riznak, Zarners, Obby Damned, Mr. Smiley, High Tech Redneck, Goalie Sniper, The Only Neeb, Heavy Rainfall, and Elated Artboard. Thank you all very much for the extra support over on the Patreon. Will, we still need to do... Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Go ahead. No, please. Uh, extra shout out to uh, One Swole Daddy for winning his HRL match tonight. Shout out, Daddy. Yeah. Shout out, Daddy. Um. So you're you're saying we still have to do uh, off the rails. Off the rails, yeah. Yes, and then we also need to do the Q and A, but we we obviously we can schedule that at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, thank you all so for, uh, so very much for the extra support over there. We hope you enjoy it, and um, I'll say this as well: just is, for those who are who are patrons, for those who are on the fence, whatever it may be, uh, if you have any feedback as to what you would like as like a patron reward, um, a tier, whatever it may be. Let us know. Send us a DM, Twitter, Discord, whatever it may be. Let us know your feedback. I want to fucking hear it. Melee, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Best Super Smash Brothers game, by the way. Community Creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Go check it out. We have from Blood Gulch to Color Caster of the Year, roster changes and new meta. It's two times the grind. Episode 53 featuring Bravo. Yes. Brand new episode. It's out. Go check it out. And speaking of podcasts, we have podcasted episode two featuring King J. Go check that out as well. Google Doc of the show to the show for all the links that you need. Well, that's all I got. So if you would do me a favor and plug the fucking show. Yes. Um, Josh mentioned to Patreon. We have one of those. If you want to support us a little farther or get some extra content, out of these two guys who shout into microphones all the time, uh, go join the Patreon. We do an extra audio show, video show, and uh, Q&A, like Josh said earlier. Just depends on what tier you're at. What you get, go check it out. Patreon.com slash Talk. And as always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and others like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast. Not an ad. Well, not an ad. Gnarly, um, uh, this is the end of the show. But hey, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have a Discord, open Discord for anyone who wants to join. We have a lot of open dis- discussion in there. Uh, IRL topics, you know, other games, whatever. It's it's all on our Discord. Go check it out. Uh, social media sites, right? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Obviously, if you're here, you're here. Thank you. Um, and yeah. TikTok. We have to... Incredible all in one doing shorts for us, getting posted up on the social sites. Just go search HCS Pro Talk there. If you uh, catch our YouTube, uh, if you catch the VODs on YouTube, thank you. Uh, always remember you can leave a comment, whatever. We read most of them. If not all of them, we try to. And um, just appreciate all of you guys. So thank you. And then if you go to or try to go to HCSProTalk.com, it'll send you somewhere else now. And that is. HaloEvolved.co. Your home for Halo. Kind of a weird it's link, so, but it is what it is. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and hey, 
the Paramount Plus TV shows out. They have a show about that, Halo TV Plus. On uh, check that out. They they have some stuff on their YouTube channel as well. They do. Yeah, just got up to just got uploaded either today or yesterday. So go check out those videos. Awesome. Yeah, please do. Um, also check out their shows: Podcast Evolve, Mission Debrief, Book Club, Build with Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Wonderful people, wonderful content. If you're in to the lore side of Halo or anything else, it's it's all there. It's all there. Go check it out. Absolutely. And Josh, that's Will, all I got. Uh, Will, two things real quick before we close out. Oh, uh, look at okay. Discord because I replied. So I want you to reply to me. And then also um, the the PD DM as well in Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah I in saw our, that. Okay, cool. So we need to make sure we get back to him. So before I say anything, I'm waiting for your reply. Um, all right. Sounds good. We got it. Sounds good. All right, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 327 of HTS pro talk. Um, we're going to go right up the HRL. As a matter of fact, they have another match that's going on literally about to start as we're ending the show right now. So we're going to go right up halo rec league. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Go show them some love, watch some, uh, competitive halo being played. Because who doesn't fucking like watching competitive Halo being played? For those that are tuning in live, for those that are here with us in the live show, in the chat, lurking, whatever it may be, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy Wednesday night to spend some time with us, talk about some competitive Halo, among other things as well. We hope you enjoyed your time here. For those that are checking out the YouTube VOD, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to watch my stupid face and his sexy face talk about halo among other things. And for those checking out the audio version on your favorite podcast service, maybe it's pocket cast, maybe it's something else. Thank you for taking the time to do so as well. Maybe you're walking around the house, cleaning some dishes. Maybe you're making your bed, making it look nice. Maybe you're doing some laundry. I was doing some laundry earlier, right before the show. As a matter of fact, maybe my classic, my go-to, Will. Maybe you're just taking a fat fucking dump and you're just listening to a podcast. Maybe it's us. Thank you for doing so. It's appreciated. Sometimes you just have to, you just got to let it go, you know? You just got to gotta release the bowels and mm. maybe a good podcast next to you. Just gets, gets it going. You know what I mean? Don't forget the wet wipes. They're the best. Don't forget the wet wipes. Underrated. Wet wipes. Underrated. I need to figure out what, like, all the fascination with bidets are. You know what I mean? Like, people fucking love bidets. I don't know. I mean, you get you instantly clean. See, that, that's one? the thing. It's like, I don't, like I, I don't have one, so I don't know how clean they get you. But people who have one fucking swear by them. So maybe I need to, maybe I need to test the waters, literally, <laughs> with a bidet. <laughs> Have you never just used one anywhere? No, I genuinely have never used a bidet. I've sat on a toilet that has a bidet, but I was too afraid to use it. So, all right, there's that. I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. Little, little clickbait here. I'm going to continue this conversation on off the rails this month. 
Check it out. Shit. There literally shit. There you go. We we have something to talk about. Um fucking Rasta says shit shower shave to HCS Pro Talk. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our new tagline. HCS Pro no. Talk. Shit shower shave. <laughs> Let's get out of here, man. All right. HCS Poo Talk? Oh, man. What did we have last time? The fucking feet finder shit? Remember we talked about that? I don't need to bring that back up. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. All right. That's going to do it for episode 327 of this weird-ass fucking thing that we do. Uh, oh, yeah. HCS Toe Talk. That's right. Oh, my God. Welcome to the HCS Pro Talk fucking conglomerate of shows. We have something for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, guys, that's it for episode 327. We're going to go raid up Halo Rec League. Watch the rest of their uh, the match that they have. They flipper down, flippers down going up against old guys. As a matter of fact, go watch some competitive Halo. We'll be back next week to talk about the results of the qualifiers for Arlington. Ladies and gentlemen, they're finally here. They're right around the corner. They're this weekend. The points matter. The placings matter. It's come down to this. Can't wait to see what happens. That's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week. But until then. My finger wasn't ready for the button. Now it's ready. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you next week.